Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And we are back with the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I am your host, Swag. Are you laughing at me already? No, that's not me. It could be my child. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so I was like, dang. You didn't even try to hold the punches in. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, I am your host, Swag on Zero, and I am here with the man with the plan if you need him. Yo, Sazam, Mr. A&E. What's going on, everybody out there? I know, I hope you are feeling well. How you feeling? I'm doing good right now. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, taking, the, uh, taking the keys last week, you know, taking the car to the shop and all. Uh, no problem, you know, had to get a little tune-up, a little oil change. You know, I, I misrotated the tires, so I apologize about that, but <laughs> everything else was good. I, I, I am sad that I missed the PlayStation talk. Yeah. I wish I was a part of that. Uh, but I did enjoy the podcast. I, I did not enjoy uh, what y'all were saying about Artemis Fowl. Uh, well, and, I, look, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I ain't see it. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you, 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 you ain't see all of it. I, I'm not even counting the time. I fell asleep like, I think it was like 15, 30 minutes in or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's rare for me to fall asleep in a movie. It is rare. I'm, I'm like you. I, I mean, yes, I know. I mean, you know, our lives are kind of different, but yeah. It's rare. Because I, I, I usually could hold up, but no. Yeah, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Well, we definitely have a full panel for you today. But before we get in the panel, can we check our mail real quick? Uh, yeah. Did, I didn't get a Marvel check, did you? I never got the Marvel check. First of all, I don't even know when the date of my Marvel check supposed to come. Yeah, I, man, it's been a while. It is. It's been a while. Oh, wait, I see. I see. Oh, that's Square. That's not really Marvel. That's Square Enix. Ooh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, let's put that in the chat. But the most important one, the most important bill I see here is from spacesphilly.com. We, we could check out all the podcasts that we love, such as No Gimmicks Needed. Uh, turntables, hip hop culture, and beyond. Drunk thoughts over tongue, as well as the nerd gas on talk podcast. Uh, we hope you're listening to that one here right now. Actually, um, also, also, I, I I got another bill. It said, "Do I need t-shirts? Do you need t-shirts or anything?" No, oh, I can use a t-shirt. I can use a t-shirt. Well, that's actually good because I know a place where you could get some. It's actually uh, the Teespring for uh, nerd. Co- Do we have an official website that I think about? <laughs> For the uh, Teespring, I think it's Teespring.com slash Nerd, Nerd Coalition. The real Nerd Coalition, yeah. The real Nerd Coalition. Look, you see how complicated that sounds? I'll give you a better one. The real Nerd Coalition.com. Easy. You can remember that, right? I can. That's so simple. The real Nerd Coalition.com. You go in there, the first thing you'll see when you scroll down is the Teespring. You go in there, get a shirt, get a hoodie. Matter of fact, get a shirt. It's, it's hot outside. It's real hot outside. But you shouldn't be outside in the first place. So get a hoodie so you can keep that air conditioner on at all times. Exactly. Stay inside. That's why I need my tea. 
check out all the other stuff on the uh, realnerdcoalition.com such as the fat reacts the playlist of that playlist of level up you can check out Qflow's album uh, he got a new song coming out uh, in the time of this recording in one hour yeah 55 so, minutes <laughs> to the T yeah <laughs> to the T mm. what is top layover for you uh, uh, I don't know depends on how the song is now, if, if it comes on there fire and everything it might but if it comes on like you know hey uh huh uh huh uh huh uh huh. So I I don't know. We we, we gotta got wait and see. <laughs> we gotta wait and see. How I'm feeling? Yeah, how I'm to... feeling? Okay. Oh, like if he do his old Cisco ab lives, I don't know. <laughs> wow. I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> oh God. Okay. Let me sign this check off so we can send it and. All right, we paid the bills. Now, let's talk about the panel we got here. We're going to be talking about the Arkham games, two Arkham games being made. Yay. We're going to be talking about Microsoft shutting down Mixer, which is their streaming platform to answer to Twitch. Talking about The Last of Us 2. And also, Mr. Andy got a couple movie experiences. Yes, I do. I really got into... You know, actually, one is a TV show, one is a movie, and one is a game show. Yeah, this is new. I never heard a game show. Um, Neither have so. I. So we're trying new stuff. Yeah, let's start the trend. <laughs> game show review starting now. <laughs> <laughs> but first, Joel Schumacher. Did I say it correctly? Joel Schumacher, yes. Joel, Joel Schumacher. Gosh, okay. He unfortunately passed away. He was born in 1939, passed away um, in June 22nd, 2020, which is un- very unfortunate. Um, I do not know him as well as Mr. A&E, so if you could take the mantle on this one. Well, uh, here's the thing about Joe Schumacher. First of all, uh, may he rest in peace. I heard Joe Schumacher pass away. I was like, that's unfortunate. But me and Joe Schumacher has been on a very bad relationship for, for a while. Uh-oh. See, yeah, because Joe Schumacher is the director that's responsible for one of the worst films or superhero films ever made. And when Joe Schumacher's name comes up, unfortunately, the thing that comes up in my mind is uh, Batman and Robin. Batman Forever, I can excuse. I wasn't a fan of Al Kimmer at all, but I'm just saying. But yeah. uh, but Batman Batman Forever, I I did excuse because. But I was like, it was his vision of what Batman was, and I was just like, that was the cliche comic book superhero vision that everybody had that never read a comic book a day in their life. And then, yeah. you know, it, it was it's it was like the, the Tim Burton way. Like when Tim Burton did the first Batman, it was like, okay, this is how. Dark Batman should be, and when it was successful, they was like, you know what? Just go nuts, Tim Burton, and the and Batman Returns, and you can <laughs> see Tim Burton all over there. Standing with Joe yeah. Schumacher, they said we're trying to continue this, but kind of change it a little bit. Batman Forever was all right; it, it, it was okay. And then they said, you know what? Go nuts on Batman and Robin, and it showed. Yeah, that that was the nipples on the suit. Yeah, oh, bro, yeah, that's it. However. That so when Joe Schumacher died, I was just like, all right, I don't want to go on a rant and rave about Joe Schumacher like this because, you know, talk about the man he's dead. But I was like, there right. is some other movies that he did that I did kind of enjoy. The Phone Booth was one of them. They came out in 2002. 
And he, he directed that one. And then he also directed The Lost Boys. Have you ever seen The Lost Boys before? I have not. The Lost... Okay, so, you know, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a horror comedy film about, you know, vampires. Right. Yes. So then I'm sitting there in, in, in my room, and then my wife is listening to Crush Love Supreme, I believe it is. And then he was just like, yo, man, I didn't know Joe Schumacher was this... Uh, well versed in the African American community and I said did he see Batman and Robin too so <laughs> the first, I'm like I'm like Quest no man you know because Quest is the philosopher man he knows all his shit so then I'm looking it up and I come to to look at back in the 70s there are these three, three movies that he wrote Sparkle Car Wash and The Wiz he wrote the Wiz. Yes. They're, okay. And they, so I said, "All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, bro. Let me go look at something. That you know, let me go read up on something." And then, uh, apparently, back in uh in the in the mid seventies, nineteen seventy four, he he was trying to do his original plan was he wanted to do a all black version of Gone with the Wind. Yeah, and I and so, Gone with the Men, one of the, the longest movies ever uh, made for three hours and forty two minutes. Won't Jeez. ever. Yeah, I know that that's that's a long, long movie. And I think that's Endgame being that long. <laughs> well, that that's what you wanted. <laughs> I'd rather have that long over there rated R, as 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 you wanted. So buckle up. No, honestly, it would have probably felt if it was that long. Uh, but. Uh, with, with with the limited budget from Warner Brothers, uh, he uh because he, he said according to Schumacher, uh, was what's it the film represented his personal fascination with Jesse? Okay, he had a personal. See, I'm learning stuff new. A personal, a personal, uh. Factionation with Jesse Jackson. Whoever has a personal factionation with Jesse Jackson what? Has, has to be a problem. Andrew right Davis, here. Tammy Terrell, and Diana Ross, which uh, he he later selected to write the screenplays for Car Wash and the Wiz. Okay, this is this is supposed to be his whole Gone with the Wind idea, but then it turned into end up turning into Sparkle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Sparkle, I've seen the remake of Sparkle. I never seen the original Sparkle. I'm I haven't seen the original You only seen the original Sparkle? Mm-hmm. By the way, this is Lady Sketch in the background. I'm sorry, guys. I just kind of dropped in. And no, she heard music, and I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on now. She heard Questlove, and then she just kind of like appeared out of like a, <laughs> like a strain of hair. Did, and then, did you uh, say Quest? <laughs> and then, so, now, when it comes to now, once again, if you look back at those movies, those are not, you know what I'm saying, box office juggernauts, but those, for the time... Are very you know enriched in African American you know culture. Yeah, but I'd say right. they have staying power in the culture because they do? still hold them dear today. Is that now? When she told me this, I was about to clown her because at first I thought she said the wash. No. Now no. Is anybody seen the wash or Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? The wash. No one absolutely the wash. not. And I was just like, oh, if that's if that's his idea of African American represent, uh, representation, cancel. About to say, but she said no. <laughs> Car wash, the one the Rose Voice did, did 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 the soundtrack for, and I was just like, or, or had the hit song for of Car Wash back in, in the seventies. I said, oh, I remember Car Wash. Okay, 
And then of course The Wiz Which is the Black Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. so, I love that movie it, Yes I do And I'm just like Is it great? No. no Not at all It's really pretty bad When you think about it Yeah but I'm just like You know I haven't seen it I haven't seen it in so long It's good in my opinion It doesn't matter You can way. see it again You I'm, know it's bad But you'll still love it <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, I'm not gonna watch it again. If 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 I think it's bad, I'm not gonna watch it again. I'm I'm gonna just remember it as good. Yeah, I'm just, look look, it got Mike in there, okay? Right, yeah. Okay, so I'm just so you know with that that came out, so I was like, oh, I didn't really know that much. He has an interesting uh, filmography. He does. It's like he yeah, it's like a seesaw in a way. He had the Brat Pack in the '80s, and then phone booth. Like, how do you? <laughs> Phone booth was not that bad. I didn't dislike phone booth. Yeah. It's just like it, I don't imagine somebody going from working on the Wiz to the Brad Pack to phone booth. Like that's quite a. I mean, that's that, that's that's versatile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's it, a resume it, it, for you. Exactly. He he's a little bit everywhere. So I I had to give the man, you know, his props on right. you know or do certain things like that. Like I said, me being a nerd, I'm already going to be mad about Batman and Robin, but. Look at this! I'm like, I can forget that stuff, right? I, I, I can because I mean, like, nobody cares about Batman and Robin once again, anyway. So like, you know, he did it. It's done. It's over. We've had about six more Batman movies come up since then, and they all been slamming. So yeah, I care. They less. all been great. Hopefully, the next one will be too. Well, it depends if you may want to work out or not. Oh, he did some. He did House of Cards. Some House of Cards. He did, like he, oh, he did a couple of episodes of House of Cards. Yeah, which already got you know, which unfortunately got canceled. But uh, I mean, well, it got canceled because yeah, uh, uh, from what I hear, it's fortunate. Yeah, yes. I mean, the show itself was was phenomenal, but it just could not continue. Yeah. Oh, okay. S- sidebar: House of Cards is scandal. Uh, see, it's, it's like two different. Scandal is more of a soap opera, like. I, that's not fair to it either. I don't know. That's a hard one. Uh huh. I feel like if Scandal had ended earlier, it would be a no-brainer that it would be Scandal. Okay. It shouldn't have yeah. went on as long as it did. Gotcha. Yeah, but since we did talk about Batman Forever, it's nice to know that Michael Keaton's Batman will be forever because <laughs> he is coming back for the Flashpoint movie. I- I'm sure y'all missed my segue. It's- Yes, we we, we missed the swagways. <laughs> yeah, my swagways back. That was a. I was setting that up for a good minute. <laughs> it is reported that Michael Keaton will be reprising his role as Batman in the upcoming Flash movie. Um, getting this source from Nerdist.com said the plot will introduce general audience to the idea of the multiverse. Okay, that page scrolled down super fast. One of the core concepts underpinning DC's comics. For the non-fanboys said the multiverse refers to shifting number of alternate universes that coexist within a larger reality. Um, honestly, I do not care about this Flash movie whatsoever because it's been... I, all I'm hearing is talk and I'm not seeing any action. So until I do... I'm not. I'm not going to be excited about this movie. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Let me first that. of all, number one, is it getting made? Period. I, we don't know. Like, that's what I'm at. I'm like, I, is this movie actually happening? Because the more I hear about it, it's just like we've yeah. added this. Okay. Yeah, but, but like, are you like it? is there a director? Is there a story? Is there like is, the, the Flash movie should have? It was supposed to come out in 2018. 
we in 2020 right. still trying to find a director. Yeah. Okay, and then if the director got to do his vision, his story, blah, 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 blah. Michael Keaton is good. Michael Keaton is one of my favorite, if not my favorite Batman. Right. Yeah. Okay. He, 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 I mean, when I seen Michael Keaton and Batman back in the 80s, man, I was just like, whoa, yeah, yeah, that's Batman. And once again, Michael Keaton is a comedy actor a lot of times at right. that time. So see my so he was Batman. Vulture. He was a horror film. Exactly. <laughs> that was a horror film. And then of course I have all my you know, my friends and my new people that think Christian Bale's the best Batman. And I don't have nothing against Christian Bale. I don't uh, but he's Chris, not a, listen, he's not a horrible Batman, but I won't put him over Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put him over Christian Michael. Bale's a good ninja Batman. <laughs> But he's, he's not definitely not a good Bruce Wayne. You know what I'm saying, but he don't. Mm. No, the, 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 the worst Bruce he is Wayne. Not, he is not a good Bruce Wayne. The worst Bruce Wayne was Kil- Kilmer. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't uh, wasn't there? What's his name? Uh, Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney is Bruce Wayne in real life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is one of the suavest dudes I've ever seen. But Sorry, but as but as George Clooney but as Batman it wasn't bad it was just George Clooney in a Batman badge that's what it was mm-hmm. he didn't know how to change the personalities but Michael Keaton to me was was one if not the best Batman so he'll come back to Flashpoint as like a Thomas Wayne first of all I couldn't get enough of Michael Keaton after Spider Man Homecoming and y'all know that yeah oh yeah I love that exactly so he, he so, was horrifying he was he did a good job so him playing Thomas Wayne please. Put it, put now. Once again, what it would be better if Batfleck was back there for that. I would love that. I, I still want. I still want to see the Batfleck movie we were supposed to get. I mean, I would love to see that too. But I mean, you know, social media is trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> social media is terrible trash. I am excited for Michael Keaton because it's Michael Keaton. But I, I reserve my excitement because if the Flash movie's not getting made, then there's no point. Right, and I didn't even really like Ezra Miller as the Flash. He was just so like he wasn't a Flash. Like I can't, I can't look at him and be like, yeah, that was a Flash. Ezra Miller, in my personal opinion, reminds me of Bart Allen's version of the Flash. Okay, I don't recall that one. Oh, okay, so Bart 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 Allen's Flash is the youngest one. Bart, Bart Allen's Flash is, I think, like. I want to say Wally West's son. Okay. Because it, it's Barry Allen, then it's uh, Wally West, and it's Bart Allen. So, you know what? I think it may, I, I think he's family with, with Barry Allen. And they used Bart Allen in Young Justice. Okay. 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 Yeah. I got it. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so uh, when, when, uh, when, when he reminds me of that kind of flash. He doesn't remind me of Barry Allen. And I'm not saying he has to be, it ain't because he's Jewish, it ain't, ain't, ain't got nothing because he don't have blonde hair. It's just that he don't scream Barry Allen to me. The acting chops, it's not, you know it's saying? not good. I like Grant <laughs> Gustin. I, I, I like Grant because he, Barry, now, you know, I like Grant Gustin as Barry Allen even though he's the damn it Barry thing. But yeah, he, he messes it all. Oh, exactly, but I'm just saying. But I, but you know, what I'm saying. But he, he to me does a good, he does a good Barry Allen. I, I just don't, I don't see him in that Roman. That he, he, he's trying to be 
that extra wisecracking kind of guy. I'm like, bro, the way you act and the way you do things, it's like you represent that Bart Allen kind of flash for me. Right. So he, that, he he seems like the guy that just that, would, that just found a superhero costume. Is that? It's like, it's like, it's like, no. <laughs> Like uh, that doesn't mean you're a hero. Yeah, and and, 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 and I don't like the and once again it, it's a lot on writing. Also, I don't like the way he was portrayed in Justice League. I don't even like the way he was running in Justice League. Well, that was just dumb. Okay, so I, the war I try I try to forget. <laughs> like that. I'm like Zach, you 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 had like God bless Zack Snyder. I'm sure I I don't know if it's Josh Whedon's fault or or Zach's fault the way he was running. I was like y'all y'all know we we gonna find y'all out next know. year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We gonna find like, out next edit year. That. That's what needs editing. <laughs> that run. We about to but, find um, out yeah. next year. Like I said, I am not like I'm unfortunately not excited for it. Um, because I don't know if this movie's actually going to happen or not. I want I I, I want it to happen, but I I, I need because right now I liking the way the DCEU is going. Right. And right now, they're just doing movies to the point where you're asking more questions than expecting anything. And to the point right. now, it's just like, okay, Wonder, Woman's, Wonder Woman 84 is coming out. And instead of people saying, well, does this tie into this? this, this it's just like we're watching a movie. Yeah. Like it was before 2008. <laughs> and then when, it, when, then when it comes back together again, it'll come back together with a bang. Right. And I will enjoy that. Exactly. I will... I would love that. But as of right now, you you have to, you know, for them, you have to get away from the cinematic universe. And then once again, even though it, it makes money, like the cinematic universe is, has been cooling down ever since Endgame. So yeah, no one's been really doing it, doing it. No, and but unless like, it's been in secret. And and then the Rona hit this year, so things has been pushed back. So, but once again, like you know, we're gonna see how successful Wonder Woman two is. Aquaman 2, Man of Steel 2, hopefully, this this whole Batman movie, they are creating a multiverse. So, I, I really believe Crisis on Infinite Earths helped the DC universe because... I, ho- I hope. Because I really that hope. is their excuse that they can pull anybody from any movie they want to yep. and put in their movie without it being a strict timeline. And I think that's going to help them in the long run, opposed to the the right now. Right, I agree. I agree. Uh, I look. I don't know what's coming out first: the Black Adam movie or the Flashpoint movie. Uh, I, I, the Black Adam. Because Black Adam been in talks for a too like too long of a, like before the DCU started, they had the Rock as Black Adam. Trust me, Black Adam will be out. Before the Flash ever would, you got the Rock. The Rock, the Rock called the president. So please, the Rock will get the movie done. <laughs> the, the, the Rock is like this: when I have time, it's gonna get done. <laughs> the, the, the Rock's a workaholic. He keeps himself busy, and then he he, he sips his he sips his, his tequila. And when he has time, it's gonna be done. The Flash, on the other hand, is just like. Mm. We don't know yet. Kinda kinda ironic that this movie won't work in the flash. So, alright. Uh you guys been a great crowd. Um next, since we're on the Batman topic, two art. It reminded me of Joker. Who's laughing now? <laughs> For the Joker movie. And I'm just like, ooh. 
y'all, y'all better start laughing at my jokes. Y'all see how that movie ended. Yeah, I ain't gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to invite you to the studio, man. <laughs> Keep your ass at home. <laughs> this will be the last podcast I'll be a part of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, two Batman games are actually in development now. Uh, a lot of the rumors, I'm, it, they're both rumors, um, so we're not sure what they actually are. Of course, we know one of them will be the Montreal, the the Arkham Soft reboot. Some people are dubbing it Gotham Knight, or uh, yeah, but Gotham Knight as of right now. And the other one is known to be a Suicide Squad game. For Rocksteady, which has been rumored to the like rumored to the moon, we don't know what Rocksteady has been working on in Look, this time. I love Rocksteady games. I will try to I will try to get my wife to play one of them, but she will get frustrated in that first level because what am I doing? Look, I, it happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but but those Batman games have been great, and yep. those Batman games have inspired a lot of the way certain superhero and regular action adventures game play today it's not even that I, I, feel, I feel like that's a generation leading game yes because, because of the combat system look at how Spider-Man I, turned out and I'm like that that was Spider-Man all inspired by Arkham yeah. oh yeah oh yeah if it wasn't for Arkham Spider-Man would not be as good as it is exactly so, at all so now here's the thing though mm-hmm. is the Suicide Squad game I'm cool with it right I'm kind of I'm, I, I, when it comes to these games, I'm mad Batman's the one they fall back on. Yeah, me too. It's like, you have so much... DC properties, there's so much you can do with DC. Exactly. Instead I'm like, of Batman. It, I'm like, I understand when it comes to ultimate, powerful type of heroes, it's hard to make a game for that. Yeah, it's hard to make a superhero. You can't make a superhero game on Superman. Game. It's hard to make a, a credible Hulk game because these are... These are you can't. It's hard. You can't put lim, uh, limitations in games where you have those kind of characters. Right. Batman is a safe pick, but I, I'm sitting there looking like, okay, look, we've had, uh, yeah, we have had four Arkham style Batman games. All of them yep. are good. All of them are good. Uh-huh. I, even though I think Arkham City is the best one. Uh, I, I, I agree. I agree. I, it's between Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. I would say the best ones. Look, yeah, Ar- Arkham City. I mean. Whew. That game City, took like, me places. Took I bought, me for a loop. <laughs> Arkham City, I bought three times. Oh wow, that, that's me with Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Arkham City, I bought on the PS3 when it first came out. Then the exact year later, I bought the Game of the Year game edition. The, yeah, the Game of the, the Year edition. <laughs> and then on PS4, I bought the uh, the Collector. Arkham set. So it comes with Arkham Knight. Arkham Asylum and all the Arkham. So yeah, I bought three times. Origins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Once again, Origins was a bad, but well, yeah, Origins doesn't get enough credit that it should. I don't think it gets it enough credit. You're right. It doesn't. I, I, could, I could get deep in this if you like. I could get real deep in this art in these Arkham games. But what 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 I'm looking for is like, okay, if you're gonna make if Rossi's gonna make games like this, I would like to see why not a Green Arrow game. Right. Why not? A Teen Titans game. I would love a static game the way of um the way they did Spider Man. I mean, I would love that too. I I I don't think the world. Okay, follow me on this. I don't think the world's uh-huh. ready for static yet. And what I mean okay. by that is because 
as trash as this country is, people don't uh-huh. really realize how everything intersects with every with everything. Right. Miles Morales is a huge stepping stone for us as African Americans and us and for the gaming in Spider Man. And right. and whether we like it or not, when it comes to to, to young black men, he's the most popular hero. If he's yeah. successful, he's the one that starts to gate. Because first of all, you, you got you got to see how sales go. When people take where we look at it as games or not, it's still taking a risk. Yeah, because of what society is not used to. So, if Miles Morales, which I know it will. Sells. I, that's going to move systems. Yes, that's going to move the PS5. That, that's going to move that. They smart for making that making that a launch title. If yeah. they sell that, it's easier to sell people on Ironheart. It's easier to sell people on Static. It's easier to sell people yeah. on all these younger black heroes and t- taking these big roles in video games because right. they, they never had that kind of platform before. So. Right. I'm all with you with a static game, but they're going to have to see how successful Miles Morales is and how much they can sell black heroes to this audience. Now, the, the good thing about this audience is that we got these younger millennials and we got these Gen Zers out here who, you know, don't think the same way as the olders do. Right. So, you know, those games is going to make is going to make money, and when when they start seeing money, they're going to start producing more content. And right. it's it's kind of like to think like I would love to see a Black Panther game made. Oh yeah, I would like that too. I I, I like to see that. But Suicide Squad is a good start to just to get away from the whole Batman thing. Yeah, it's like it's about time. Yeah, like we're still in the Batman rogues, but it at least is not. Yeah, because Batman. see, when they say soft reboot, I'm like that kind of bothers me because it's like. I'm starting the game yeah. over again when I already had a cohesive story to end it. Exactly. And it ended a perfect way. In my opinion, it ended beautifully. Yeah, like spoiler like, alert, it, it, if y'all didn't play it back four years ago, he kills we himself. Did spoiler, we did a spoiler cast and all that. They, they should know. <laughs> they, they should know. And it, it did, they did uh, not only Batman's art, but Bruce Wayne's art from Origins all the way to Arkham uh, Knight very well exactly so I was like okay it's the series is done but unfortunately with stuff today it's that and this is what everything when it makes money they want to make money yeah and it's hard for things to end when you want to make money people I'm like Arkham Knight was fine like I said it, it was Batmobile heavy but Arkham Knight was fine heavy. Yeah, and, and I'm like, but now they want to do like, okay, well, let's do like, damn, we really killed Batman. All right, let's kind of like soft reboot it and kind of like start over. I'm like, but when you start right. over, even if you do like, okay, we're going to do quarter hours and we're going to do, I'm like, okay, well then, why don't it be before Arkham Knight? Mm-hmm. Because uh, from what I heard, there was supposed to be a sequel to Origins. There was supposed yeah. to be a Montreal trilogy. Oh, and they just kind of fell off yeah. the project? Yeah, probably because how bad Origins was received. Yeah. Which I still think they did they did exceptional things that the regular Arkham series didn't do well, such as the boss battles. I thought, I thought the boss battles were dope. I the boss the... battles in the other Arkham games was just, let me just fight this big thing in the Horde of Enemies. Whereas... The ones at Origins were cinematic and dynamic. 
However, I can say the same for Arkham Knight also. I mean, not Arkham Knight, um, Arkham City. For um, the dynamic uh, fights? Yeah, well, I had to fight Mr. Freeze. I had to fight the Penguin. And the thing I, is, with, with each one of those boss yeah. battles, it, it, you had to bring a, level, a different level of creativity to how to defeat these people. Right, right. Well, um, but dynamic, I meant like, it's almost like you're watching a movie type of thing. Yeah. Because when, when you're fighting Mr. Freeze in Arkham City, it was like a puzzle. Which I was like, you can't you can't beat them the same way twice. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's that's the type of genius I'm looking for. But then we got to the end game, you're fighting Sandman, and it was like, this is kind of like how I was fighting the Joker in the first one. Is that I, I would say Arkham Knight got little, you know, beat the thugs heavy, and then you know, take out the tanks heavy, and you know, all right. that kind of stuff heavy. I, I would agree with you on that one. Right. I, I don't. Um, I don't know. I guess people just didn't think Arkham Origins felt like Batman. Yeah, and they say it was like it was just a reskin. It's just this game was no. I'm like that. That's what it's supposed to be. And <laughs> 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 uh, what did y'all expect? We're going to use the same map and put snow in it. I don't mm-hmm. understand why. Why does Gotham have to change? <laughs> like y'all not going to complain about Spider Man not being in New York in the next game, are y'all? Or like Spider-Man being in New York, and it's like, well, this is the same New York. Well, obviously, New York is not going to change. It's, like not, it's not going. It's not going to change. Where's Freedom Tower? Uh, bro, like, please yeah. stop! Don't, don't, don't do this. First of all, after going to New York, like I was in New York last year, and it's been like the first time in a long while since I've been to New York. And looking at, I was like, oh, they got details. <laughs> yeah, they were in depth. So it, yeah, um, as far as that, I. I would like to see a Suicide Squad game. I said, I think we said our piece about the Arkham quote unquote legacy, or Gotham Knight, or whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. I I just want to play it. I just want to know information because we we're supposed to get information last December. And that never happened. I'm looking for another game. This is going to sound biased, but I'm looking for another game that I can play. And what I mean by that is. When it comes to me, if anybody knows me, my three favorite games are fighting, action adventure, and sports. Now, usually I get a sports thing every year, but it's a reskin every year. So, sports is always going to be my third. I love my platformers, but, you know, platformers is a platformer. My action adventure games, my Uncharted, my Spider-Man, my Batmans, I love them games. And recently... We have been at least for at least for the past year until The Last of Us came out. I'm saying we've been in that RPG element, and I, I don't really get into the games. And I'm not really that good at them mm-hmm. in the first person shooter. And I'm just like I, I, I'm really waiting on the game that I can just like sink my teeth into. Yeah, we've been very RPG heavy this year. Yeah, like and once again, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts three and all them have been have looked like very good games. I just never got into RPGs before. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, say ne- never really jump up on them. But right. an action adventure yeah. game like like me doing um and also I'm like I would I would I would love another good sandbox game. Right. I would love it too. Like another Saints Row or another GTA, which I said they, they ride that GTA five so hard, I'm like, Y'all wanna do a sixth one? Just asking. Like everyone was complaining like why haven't you made a similar like it's easier to remaster the game that has been making them a lot of money. 
money than just to make another one. So it, it makes sense on why they did it. But I, I yeah. yeah. But no, I definitely agree. Um, like a little side note, but I'm just surprised because I remember a few years ago, companies were trying to do everything multiplayer heavy and they were trying to kill, like, they were saying, like, companies were saying nobody's going to play first-person games. And then this year we had two of the greatest uh, JRPGs to ever come out in a long while. We had uh, Last of Us 2, of course, that didn't feature a multiplayer this time around. So mm. it, it's definitely shocking. It's definitely, like, it's 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 uh, rest assuring. So, no, I definitely agree. I am looking for another game to play. Especially when it comes to like, I love the Batman Arkham series. I love Rocksteady. They're they're a great studio. Yeah, but I just need to know what's going on. Exactly. It, it, it's almost like the Flash movie. Like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. At least we get something with that. Hopefully, like we we don't even know mm. at this point. I feel like things are just being made up and <laughs> just yeah. sending it to directors and like, yeah, we got a, a game idea, but. Not anything crazy. Exactly. So yeah. Um, next one. I know this is a game you love. Uh, you didn't mention platformers, but Crash Bandicoot is yes. coming back. About with a Crash time. Four. It's called. It's about, about time. time. Yeah, they they already said it's a play on the um like the fact that they it's been a while since Crash Bandicoot been made, and it's about time. So yeah. Um. Oh. I'm pretty excited for it. The trailer looked cool. So, even huh? though it got uh, copyright. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I didn't know. Until now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, are y'all serious? So, I, I love platformers also. However, I usually play platformers on my handhelds. Mm-hmm. I've always done that. And, uh, I don't mind playing them. You know, I, I, I played Crash Bandicoot on PlayStation like it was supposed to be played on. Mm-hmm. And... When the Crash Remastered thing came out, which was really good, today with the Spiral, I, I was into them games. And yeah. I was like, man, I wonder when they're going to do another one. Because, you know, Crash Bandicoot wasn't on my mind to do a fourth one yet. It was right. Sly Cooper for a fifth one. Yeah, I like the fourth one. I don't know the reception or how people like the fourth one, honestly. Well, but I really enjoyed it. I, I did I did enjoy it as well and I was like man I would love Sly Cooper to come back that, that game alone almost made me get a Vita yeah bro I played on Vita it was great because of how you could just transfer it instantly Ex- like, oh, exactly that's what we're doing <clears throat> then I'm definitely getting a Vita but so, sometimes of course they pe- didn't implement it sometimes people buy a system just for one game I've seen it happen yeah it's it's like, not it, smart but I see it happen right if that system was going to do that effect to it, then I was definitely down for it. But of course, nothing happened. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I know. So it's still hard. I still had my Vita people, but uh, <laughs> the, I, I see Ratchet and Clank. I'm like, Ratchet and Clank is cool. Jack and Dexter is cool. Oh, yeah. I love Ratchet and Clank. The king of platformers is Crash Bandicoot when it comes to 3D platformers. So yes, having Crash Bandicoot come back, I'm excited for. I will put my copy on reserve whenever I can find get my ass out to GameStop again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's on the Switch, right? No, as right now. Oh, it's not on it. it. As okay. of right now, it's not because usually with the things I'm reading and researching, when these new games come out, they have to wait a year to put the port to the Switch if they want to do it right because they do not 
want to have another WWE 2K18 happen to their games. Yeah, man. <laughs> Nobody, everyone it's, watched that, and I was like, we learned. We learned, and then so I've been reading a lot, a lot of game companies uh, because that has been reviewed as the worst Nintendo Switch game ever made. So, yep. and uh, because they tried to rush it, and it wasn't really their fault; it was Vince's fault. But that's a whole other wrestling thing that I'm not gonna get into right now. But they rushed. I didn't know it. Vince had that kind of control on the games. Oh, bro, there's a lot of things when it comes to the WWE games that you don't understand the, the control that he. It's it, it's toxic. It really is toxic, and then you wonder why 2K20 happened the way it did. Right. It, it's a, a, like sometimes. We as fans put all the blame on the devs and the game company, right. and I'm like, but it's not them. But but y'all, y'all not truly understanding the suits that are behind this, right? And when 2K18 came uh, was coming out, the Switch was in its first cycle, so it was still yeah. a, a hot thing, but it was still a curious thing. And wrestling been wanting to go back handheld for for, for a while, and when they put it on Nintendo. And Nintendo hasn't had a wrestling game in years. And when they put it on there, it they rushed it. So now, when you see certain games, whether you like the games or not, like when Samurai Showdown uh, came out a year later, the, the Switch port came out and it plays well. Uh, same now, Jump Force is about to come out in in uh, the fall. I mean, in, in the summertime, and that came out last year, a couple of years ago, when Jump Force came out. Same thing with Dragon yeah. Ball Fighters. We had to wait. A, I had to wait a year. For Dragon Ball Fighters to even come out on the Switch, but when I played on the Switch, it's a damn good port, and I'm like, it's right. a, it's a it's a good good one. The frames working everything like that, and same thing with Samurai Showdown. I'm like, that's what it needs, you know, because it, it needs a year to try to understand the mechanics of the system and try to make it differently. So, will Crash Bandicoot come to the Switch? Yeah, because it's going to be on Xbox. It's not a PlayStation exclusive anymore, which it should be, but it's not. But especially if there's rumors of him coming to Smash Brothers, absolutely, I see the fourth one coming to the Switch. But it probably won't come until 2021, in the summertime, maybe even 2022 because of because of the pandemic. Right, and I can totally understand that. Yeah. Now you did say uh, when we was talking before we recorded that this thing is supposed to have a, a hundred levels. Yes, <clears throat> over one hundred levels, and I know you had a definitely had an opinion about this. I, I had an opinion about this because I this is a way I don't like certain way games do this and because I think games that succeed on what they do best they video games within the past decade do something called pandering and I hate it. <clears throat> and I see it most in fighting games where they want to make the game easier for everybody to play so they can try to sell more. Mm-hmm. And there are times where it's like, okay, look, if people get the rumor that Final Fantasy VII is a 40-hour game, because right. it needs to be. It's an RPG. It benefits from it being a longer game. Right. Crash Bandicoot don't need to be that long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It was just like, certain things, it's like, when to the point where I'm playing the game to the point like when is this going to be over because I'm repeating myself right right I like, and it's like there's uh, so much you, there's only so much you can do there's only so much you can do I, when I was sick uh, with you know uh, from the pandemic and I started getting better I started playing Luigi's Mansion I was like I got the game why not try to play it 
it took me because I, I I played it a little bit every day, and once again, like I said, me being a father and and and, and caretaker and all stuff like that, my time is very limited. So I play every day. Right. It took me about a week and a half to beat it. It's fifteen levels. That's it. Right. And the levels are a little can go from anywhere from a, from a half hour to an hour. So that's about a total of about fifteen hours. Right. That's to me. That's almost perfect. Now, I, that's why I'm also curious. Like, how long are these levels going to be? Ex- now, once again, the Ouija's Mansion is more of that. It falls almost into the action of. See, don't don't just the Nintendo first party games fall to their own category, but right. platformers. It's like okay, the way Crash Bandicoot has been set up all these years is always this this section, and you got to complete this whole section before you go to the next section. That's how Crash Bandicoot has been for the first one, the second one, and the third one. And to the point where I'm like, okay, I get it, but they have some. Crash Bandicoot is known for having some of these tricky ass levels, and I'm like, this shit is, is annoying, and I can't wait to get, I can't wait to get past this. But if I don't finish the whole thing out, I may lose my data. I hope they fix that. But I don't. It's to, to me, it's not appealing that I'm like, let me do a hundred plus levels. Because I don't know when the game's going to end, and then this is this is this is, this, is, this is just me talking. I end up uh, going away from the game. B- big example. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just, uh, which game do you like better, Mortal Kombat X or Mortal Kombat Eleven? Uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven over Mortal Kombat X. Yes. Okay, Mortal Kombat X was made for the casual fan. Oh, okay. It was. Oh, it, it was easier to get into X than it was Eleven. Yeah, if, you, if you're going with that, I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you was going. Mortal Kombat <laughs> X, they went away from what makes Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat, uh-huh. and they went more for the casual gameplay to help get more people into Mortal Kombat. Ain't never been that fast before. It, right. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it That's was, what I liked about it. It, it. You see what I'm saying? It, it it was like almost like a Capcom style game. Of how fast and how the crazy shit you can do in Mortal Kombat 10 or Mortal Kombat X. Another one said, "Okay, we gave y'all that game, but I, we want to make a game for the Mortal Kombat fans, the ones that's been playing this game since 1992. Right. That's what Mortal Kombat 11 is. There are some things about Mortal Kombat 11 that I, I still wish they took from Mortal Kombat X." But however, this is the game that's saying this is what the fans remember because it plays a lot. If anybody remembers, it plays a lot like Mortal Kombat Two, or uh, and which is one of the better Mortal Kombat games of all time. And you know, it it, it has that it has that element to it, which is for the Mortal Kombat fans. And then when people get mad talking about Mortal Kombat Eleven, this Mortal Kombat Eleven, that I'm like, because because this game isn't for y'all. Y'all got spoiled when when, when they made X. When it because because right. it, it's it's business you gotta try to pay it to an audience because Mortal Kombat was almost dead it was done there was really nothing else for Mortal Kombat to do and they had to pander to an audience when it came to bringing in the DC heroes that didn't work so they had to say let's just reboot the whole series and then we gotta change the play style a little bit people was like oh this is fucking awesome but I'm like but right. that's not Mortal Kombat and then once again when you go backwards after you know getting success back Mortal Kombat was 
number five of the all-time uh, list of games being sold in 2019. It came in at uh, the list because it came in at number five of all-time games in 2019 of being sold. And I was like, for a fighting game, that is spectacular. The, the number one was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Of course. Number two was NBA 2K20. Of course. Number three was Madden NFL 20. Yep. Number four was Borderlands 3. Really? Number five was Mortal Kombat 11. Number six was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh-huh. Number seven, which shocked me, was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's low. Number eight. I, I just that some more. Exactly. Number eight was Kingdom Hearts 3. Number mm-hmm. nine was Tom Clancy's The Division 2. And number 10 was Mario Kart 8. This is the top 10 best selling games of 2019. Mm-hmm. So they're doing something right. Right. And I, I would like for games to sometimes go back to the person who plays those games. I hate when I play a game and I'm like, this is clearly for somebody to try to be either at my level or for them to kind of enjoy the game also. And it takes the people the people who've been riding with them the longest out the game. It's kind of like if, if they had changed Kingdom Hearts to be a... Let's see. Kingdom Hearts is, is considered a what? RPG? Turn-based? Yeah, JRPG. Okay. If they had turned that to, I mean, it may work as an action adventure game. I'm not sure, but if they turn Kingdom Hearts to like a platformer, I don't know if the Kingdom Hearts fans would be happy with that. You know, we we dealt with so much trauma at this point with different game styles. We probably just it's, accepted. We're getting a rhythm game. We're, it, we ain't uh, shot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. I I, 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 I reacted to that. I was like, whoa. Okay. We, I, we ain't y'all get Guitar Hero for Kingdom Hearts. Just to find out, this game is canon. Yeah. Oh, it is. Like, like we got to find out how what's happening with the next story through this. Exactly. Watch, it, it might be a five minute cutscene too. I'm gonna be upset. You're right. But then you know if they if they if they if they change Pokemon to mm-hmm. an action adventure, or that would or, throw people off. It'd it be like, what the fuck is this? It's kind of mm-hmm. like Pokemon Go threw people off. I'm not talking about yeah. the cell phone game. I'm no, talking about go. let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Yeah, we've heard Q Flow on this show. Die Hard Pokemon, my fan with me, say I'm not getting it. Yeah, because that's not my Pokemon. Yeah, and I mean, I tried to sell him on it, but I was like, but it, but I understand. I understand where he's coming from when yeah. when when you, when you change the game to because what what they was trying to do was, hey, Nintendo Switch, let's get all the Pokemon Go people from mobile, and it's like you don't need them. Cause you got a healthy fan base right here. You 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 got the fan base that already gonna make you that money. It's different. It's different. It's different when it comes to movies. But when it comes to when it comes to gaming, it's like look, we here. We want the po- We want a Pokemon game, the eighth generation, on Nintendo Switch. And it's like you can just give us a remaster Pokemon Yellow, but you don't have to put the Pokemon Go stuff in there. Was it cool? It's it's all right. But I'm like, you don't battle. You don't battle right. Pokemon in that game, 
and all you do is you go out there and you and you catch them and you get points like that. But you have regular gym battles and you have regular people that you battle regularly. But I'm like, you don't battle no Pokemon, which takes the action out of it. To be honest with you, uh-huh. and but they they did this to suit it for specifically to gain that Pokemon Go cell phone audience. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that to me, I don't necessarily like that. So with them. Crash Bandicoot's like, with, with these games being longer, 40, 50 hours, of people just sitting there gaming, I'm like, I'll be honest with you, I'm not going to sit there on a stream for eight hours playing a platformer. Yeah. If I'm playing a platformer for eight hours, I need to be three quarters done. Look, I didn't like Knack. That was a long <laughs> platforming game. Can you, imagine if Cup, can you imagine if Cuphead had like over 100 levels? Bro, look, I can't even do Cuphead <laughs> 5 levels because of how annoying that game is. Cause it's like, it's like, yo, it, cup, God, see, it gets, I, it gets you pissed. It gets you pissed. I feel cup, you. Cuphead is like, yo, I know I could do this. Why am I not? Yes, it's like one of those. No, I, 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 I necessarily agree with you, but um, when you have a platform, platformers, especially certain levels, are meant to get on your nerves. Because the platform, right. it's like, because once you get past the level, it's, it's supposed to, you're supposed to feel that that excitement, like, yes, I got past it. Let's let's keep it moving. Yeah, I don't I, want a hundred do levels with, of I, that shit. I could do that with platformers, but Cuphead is like the Dark Souls of platformers. It's like, <laughs> why did y'all make this? Like, <laughs> like it shouldn't be this hard. Uh huh. Y'all could quote me on that. I don't care. Cuphead is the Dark Souls of platformers. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 look, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. But yeah, so that's my my thing on it. No, that totally makes sense. Um, I don't think a hundred a hundred levels is necessary. It's like something. Some things are going to seem like they're going to collide together. Like we're going to see. A couple levels where it's like, yeah, these are too much alike. It, exactly, because you're going to start getting redundant, and then it's like, okay, yep. we, we're going to have to make a uh, complicated. We're going to make complicated levels, and it's like, okay, well, that's fine, but I don't want a hundred plus complicated levels. Right. Yeah. So that's just me. No, no, I totally agree. I totally mm. agree. So hopefully, we can get that game. Now, a game I'm not excited about. Uh, especially after the gameplay uh, we seen is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Ooh, talk about a letdown! <laughs> I was like, yeah, this looks boring. Like, <laughs> it looks boring to me. I was just like, this is it. This is what y'all got. <laughs> I'm t- look. What, what is making this different from any other shooter? Like, like what's what's making this? What's making what's making this stand out? And I could not tell you, unfortunately. No, it look because I didn't say it when it first got announced, but I was like, when people use celebrities so hard in the beginning and uh-huh. the launch of the games, that's usually a red flag that they got none else to go off of. Yeah. And for some reason, Keanu Reeves was used heavy uh-huh. in, in uh, Cyberpunk. I'm just like, to be honest with you. I wouldn't I, say that heavy. He was just only in one trailer at the time during E3. 
No, I, even, I'm not talking about the trailer. I'm talking about him coming out. You know, check this out. Uh, oh, and okay. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the whole shebang. Right. And then every time he talk, every time he shows something about Cyberpunk, it's always a Keanu Reeves something. Uh-huh. It's never anything else. It's always a Keanu Reeves something. And I'm just like, to be honest with you, I I mean, I I, I never had interest of in playing it. I, mean, I I figured you was going to play it and you was going to try it out. And I was just like, because first of all, it's a first person, right? Yes. So once again, I'm not good at first person shooters, so it automatically didn't drive me, you know, to try it out in the first way. I figured y'all was gonna try it out and see you know, see how it was, but And I wanted to. I wanted to before I saw this gameplay showcase. If I didn't watch this I probably would have got it. But now I just do not care. I do not care whatsoever about this game. It looks so bland. Like I literally, I literally fell asleep watching it. <laughs> Uh huh. This has been the year of me falling asleep watching stuff. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, <coughs> like firstly watching Artemis Fowl and this, and I was like, I went back to watch. It. I was like, I didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't miss anything at all. And I know people are talking about the customizations in it. It's like, oh my gosh, you could like some someone like just my articles. You could. I don't know why they're doing this when the character's in first person and you can't see your character but you can customize how large your genitalia is they're saying you can customize your pubic hair I'm like why would that be a selling point exactly. in a game for me I want to know how the game plays <laughs> first of all I don't understand I, I don't understand customizing your character that I can't see it, yeah that that's also where I was at I was like so I can't see this character no then what's the point of customizing it mm-hmm. at all there's no point to that. This is dumb. So yeah, um, like I said, I really didn't have much to say about this. I just like okay, I don't care. I understand. Y'all, y'all go ahead with it. Yeah, I hope it's fun. If it's like twenty dollars on PSN, I'll I'll, I'll get I'll hashtag give it a chance. But until then, I'm not paying sixty dollars. Yeah, not that and I I have to watch about play. I was like, I, especially if I'm interested in getting a digital PS Five, uh-huh. I'm not. I'm not spending sixty dollars on this. Yeah, no, no, not. not I, I gotta be speed. guaranteed. Like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to play this game. Yeah, and that's how all the games recently has been. <laughs> yeah, for it, me. Like, it just looked yeah, like a, it just looked like a, a fortunate letdown. Yeah, it does. It does. It's pretty. It's mm. very pretty, but pretty is not enough to sell me on the game. Unless your name is Miles Morales. Hot damn. So <laughs> next one. Which is another game that I'm like eh, about Marvel's Avengers. Now I was a lot more interested in this than Cyberpunk. So I can agree with that. I was a lot more interested in this than Cyberpunk because I was like, you guys have been too quiet, and it's almost September. You guys are supposed to be launching in September, so you you got to give us something. Then they said, well, hey, we're going to be introducing uh, Marvel Avengers The War Table. I'm like, all right, cool. We didn't get none during the PlayStation event, which I was shocked about. But at least we're getting something. At least we're getting something. Mm-hmm. And what I saw was, again, pretty bland. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad we got a story trailer to get more into the story. I am interested in the story. But the gameplay looks like something that was from PS2 era. Uh, I, I won't go that far, but I, I I will go that. I think the story is bothering me. 
Why is that? I'm not, because I am not, and you hear what sound of my voice, I'm not an Inhumans guy. Yeah, I, no one's an Inhumans guy. I, the I only person that's an Inhumans guy is Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't like the Inhumans. I hated the TV show, the Inhumans. I do not like the comic book Inhumans. I don't even like, I don't even like the, the, the reboot comedy that they did. I'm, not, I'm just not a fan of that section of Marvel. To me, it was like them trying to redo X-Men. Like, you don't do that. And yeah, which they clearly tried to do. They, they clearly tried to do, and it's just, it's just not it's just, it's just not working. And anybody, I, I know some people that talk about some. I'm into the humans. I'm like, name them. You know, it's like you, not Black Bolt, not Medusa, exactly. Not Marvel. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't care about this group. You just care because it has Marvel on it. No, I I don't think that's a good selling point. And mm-hmm. number two, look, this is me saying this, okay. Not having Captain America is not good. That's where I'm also mad. I'm like, you can't start off Look, like that. You, you, that's you, your selling point. That, that's your selling point. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, uh, go ahead. There was a game like that came out this year. I won't. I won't say what game or anything. Uh, just to because I know some people probably haven't played it. But there was a game where a major character like got died in the first like the first level. No mm-hmm. one knew. <laughs> No one knew this was going to happen, but it was like that shock value did more than anything to it. Yeah, see, the, the thing is, and like I said, y'all know, I mean, I have ranted about Captain America, but here's the thing. I don't like Captain America from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Captain America in the comics I have no problem with. So let's get that straight first. Right. And I think, and look, as much as I like diversity, and I want diversity in my games, I don't... Mm-hmm think Camilla Khan is a good selling point for this game I disagree and, and, I, and I, I'll tell you I, I'll tell you why it's not because like I said I, I want the diversity I want that in the game and once again like I said she's tired to that in human storyline and I'm like okay I get what they're trying to do and I get to try to make this new story and Modoc to me is just like I'm like that's not the guy that I want to see and that's not a good villain. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a good villain. You don't go from Thanos to, to Modoc. You don't. Yeah. Uh, but it, it to, to me, it's like you got to say something. When I say Kamala Khan had a good selling point, it's not because of me. It's not because of you. We read the comics. We are investing this. Even uh, the director Mark reads the comics. It's not about us. It's about the casual fan. I, honestly. Because, um, I mean, even with Casual, because they started that little animated series. Yeah. Um, I think it's a YouTube series where Camilla Khan has been, like, the forefront with Squirrel Girl and all that and Spider-Man. And she's been getting a lot of buzz from that alone. People, like, like when you mention Miles Morales, you usually hear Camilla Khan right after that. Uh-huh. So she's definitely getting the buzz. She's definitely getting the buzz. Yeah. So okay. So even her get getting the bus, so them them, them kind of like putting this game around her. I'm to to me right now, it's like every I seen her gameplay with Thor's, and I seen it, and I'm just like, it's like they want to do an Avengers Marvel Cinematic Universe game, but they don't want to go all the way with it. Yeah, they, and, like, they already said it's not part of the Spider Man universe, which I'm like, thank God. Yeah. And then on top, and once again on top of that, I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, so they're saying DLC and more to come. I'm like, what you mean? Like, is it, like I'm gonna say, is this is this going to be their version of 
Marvel Ultimate Alliance where I can pick different characters and stuff like that? Because what's the point of having more characters if I if it's not like a Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of game? Right, you know, they are doing that with the multiplayer. They're going to have like these. Uh, it's like a story challenge, and then I think it's a horde mode where you just fight enemies and you get to pick uh, four different heroes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. One hero, uh, four people could pick one hero and just battle them out uh-huh. and do these like missions and stuff. And they're going to take into new locations and like uh, send out new characters apparently every month. Oh, okay. So well, I don't see, know for how long, but apparently for every it, month. It, it has to sell. And, I, and once again, me who ran about Captain America all the time, I just feel as though that him not being part of this story, like at the beginning, because he's supposed to, according to the trailer, die. And they had to yeah. figure out how he got set up and all that stuff. Day. I'm like, yeah, that's a big mistake not having him. And I'm right. like, where's Hawkeye? That you know, it, it's kind of a bummer. And then once again, it's like the Hawkeye limitations. And I'm like, I don't like when powerful. We just talked about it when powerful yeah. characters have limitations because it's just not like them. Do you get to face the, like so? If a Thor level is hard, right? Because mm-hmm. Thor version have no limitations either. But if a Thor right. level is hard, or or if a Black Widow level is hard, can I use Thor? Or is it right. a strictly like when she's going against Taskmaster? I'm like, look, honestly, can I just use the Hawker? Like, get rid of him? Or yeah. is it? Do I have to play this level as Black Widow? Or am I going to have a a, a thing of Miss Marvel? And I'm stuck on this board. I'm like, could I use a different character? I don't know how it's going, but it's just for some reason. I can't put my finger on it of why I I should be more excited for this game. Like, usually, hearing a Marvel Avengers game like this, I should have been putting this on pre-order. Right. Before this pandemic even started. Right. And then I saw the trailer. I was like, um... Alright? <laughs> I guess... Like, it was like, I guess. It's, it, exactly. I was just like, I can think of other games that I want to, like... put like, when, when, when I seen Spider-Man mm-hmm. at, at E3... I was putting in my son's air conditioner. The trailer alone, I was like, I'm buying. I, 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 I'm buying. I, put, I was putting in my son's air conditioner. As soon as I was done, I ran back to the room because I heard Sony was about to, put, to present Spider-Man. I seen the trailer. You called me. <laughs> and as you called me, my my figure was already on the dial to call you. So <laughs> we called and we talked like, yo. Did you see it? And I'm like, yes. Let me re-react to it. I'll do it again. And it was great. And then I remember the next week, when and then I went to go put it on pre-order. They said, we don't have it. They didn't give us the available thing for it yet. And I was like, okay. When it's available, I'm pre-ordering. And that's what I did. I didn't I didn't have that same feeling for this Avengers game. Yeah. And one thing I will say is like, when I, when I saw Spider-Man, I felt, I was like, this is like this is a good mesh of reality and comic book together. Mm-hmm. Whereas Avengers feels like a triple A game where they just try to make money. It that, that's exactly what it feels like. I, and and then, it, even it's sad, it's, it is sad. And even all of these um these these things it has when it's like okay, well you can buy this deluxe edition. I'm like, so what does it come with? Points, right. like you know what I'm saying, like I, it's not, you're not telling me anything about this game that's selling me on this game. Now, y'all may feel a certain way, but here, Mar- when Marvel Ultimate Alliance three came out, or when it was about to come out, mm-hmm. 
it sold me because one, I went one the Ultimate Alliance game. Right. And then when they said DLC, Fantastic Four, X Men to to the point that no matter what Marvel it was, we don't discriminate against any of it. Right. And I love that about it. And then when I got the game, the game ended up being great. I I, I loved Ultimate uh, Alliance Three. I think the, one of the issues with it was they didn't promote it as well as they should have. Yeah, it was not promoted that well. I forgot it came out. Exactly, it, came out. it was not promoted that well, and then it, it it was a console exclusive. Yeah, which it didn't mess up sales. I mean, but it once again it was like, it went under the radar to the point where I was like, y'all need to get it. And then when QFO got, it, he was like, yo, this game is awesome, and we we was playing it. And then you got, it, he was like, hey, this game is cool. Let you know, let's finish it. We never got a chance to finish it up though. But I'm just like, but yeah, right. it was it, it was a cool game. It was an exclusive, and it's just like, oh. Okay, I got a, uh, and I, I ended up enjoying the game. But once again, it didn't have that it didn't have that machine behind it to promote it like it should have. And the reason why I think right. that, I didn't the reason why I think that is because they tried to put their eggs in the basket with this game because this is the game that's going to yeah. be on the PS4 on the Xbox One. Right. It's, but it's just that this is going to be they're trying to do game of the year type. Of it, that's what it feels like. It's trying to like, they're trying to do game of the year. But with that being said. I, I don't know the inhuman stuff. It don't sell me. It, it may sell somebody else. I know I'm out there, you know, making jokes saying there's no inhuman fans. There is inhuman fans out there, but yeah. it ain't me. And once again, am I going to get it? Yeah, I'll get it. And yeah, I'll play as Kamala Khan. I'm a fan of Miss Marvel, and yeah, I, yeah. I I just feel that some things are you need to have a better selling point than what they have shown me so far. I 100% agree. Now, when it comes to, like, the characters and the gameplay that we've seen, um, the little bit of Camilla Khan I saw, she looks like the most interesting character out of all of them. Because she's not, like, bland and boring. Like, if, if, we're, all, if we're being honest with ourselves, the Avengers are, like, they're types. Yeah. You got, you got Tony Stark, he's, like, the air, long-range type. You have Thor, he's an up-close uh, flying type. Yeah, Paul, he's the brute, and then you have Black Widow. She's like the DPS, like quick hands and all mm. that. Whereas Camilla Khan looks like an all-around character, which I was like, oh, she looks more fun than any of them. I, I'm so gonna be why... honest with you, Cap looks fun to me because yeah, Cap do look fun because you know what it reminded me of. Remember that Captain America that, game for, uh, for Captain PS... America game? Yeah, for yeah. PS3. Yep, that yep. thing was, that was a, a sleeper game. hit. That was a good game. That game was a sleeper hit. And that was a good I, game. out of all the movie games, that one did the best, and then Thor came out and then ru- ruined the whole fucking shit. <laughs> that that got a lower score than Aquaman. Yeah, than Aquaman. Yeah, and and I'm like, when I seen it, I was like, I remember that combat. I remember the Cap stuff with the shield. He looked right. fun to me because he looks like that what we call in fighting games that that Ryu character who was just the balanced character. Right, you know, yep. And I know, 100% exactly. So I was like, so to me, he looked fun, but I was like, well, I only play as him in what the first part, right? Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. Sorry. And now, when it came to like what we saw also in the game, like Thor was doing okay stuff, but nothing screamed like, "Whoa, that was amazing!" Like I was like, "All right, cool." Thor was doing like, stuff on a limit. And I, that's what turned me off of Yeah. It. Like that is, Bifrost move he did where he sent the Bifrost and then like went through the shield. I was like, okay, that's 
That's cool. It just looks the same as the move he done before. It, it see that's that, that's fine. I didn't mind the Bifrost move. I'm just sitting there thinking like, okay. And here, here's another thing that now I know me and probably Spaces Philly Mark is picky on mm-hmm. this. Right. If you if Modok is sending certain bots at me and stuff like that, I understand. If I'm fighting different, you know, uh, uh, outworldly creatures, I understand. If you're a human. And Thor throws that hammer at you. You're dead. You're dead. You should not be getting back up. Staggered. You should not be getting up and still firing your gun. I'm like, you're gone. My, it's- <laughs> my, my thing is, if you know you're facing them, why bother? It's, okay, now, I understand. Like, you, I can understand people trying to shoot Spider-Man. Because he, at the end of the day, he's still a man. Yeah. But you... Thor is literally a guy. You, Hulk is literally a beast. You, you guys, come on. Like that—that's where I find unbelievable with a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm you, like, you guys are really, bro. There, there is limitations for characters that, that don't need limit. Well, if I'm going in with Thor, I'm like, bro, that level should have took that long. I should just be able to swoop, do this joint, throw Mirnir. Now I did like how you could throw Mirnir and they in combat, and then they come back to you. I'm, you know. Yeah. I, I, I'm cool with that. I, I like all that kind of stuff. But then I was like, to me, it just felt that Thor was so limited for being a god of thunder. And I'm like, if he's limited, I can only imagine what you're gonna do with the Hulk. Hulk is. Uh, I seen Hulk. He was. He was very. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that interesting. Mm-hmm. And that that's the sad thing about this game because it's like these are the Avengers. Yep. And. One one big problem. I said this a, a, a while ago. It's like everyone's talking about like, well, like, well, you guys know this isn't like the movie Avengers. I'm like, yeah, but they invited that comparison by picking the Avengers we saw in the movies. Mm-hmm. If you if you started off with like Ant Man and Wasp and then like Scarlet Witch and all that, that would have been a different type of flair. Yeah. That would have been a difference. Like, ooh, this is a different event. That's why we start comparing it to, like, you know, like for example, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I could look at that and be like, that's clearly its own thing. Yeah, that's clearly its own thing. I look at Avengers. I, I, I literally see like, is this a continuation from the movies? Is this Avengers one point five? Like, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. I, I don't know, but. Another problem I had, like you said, uh, with Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I know they're trying to bring the multiplayer aspect to it, but I will honestly play Ultimate Alliance way before this, seeing from what I saw. Yeah. I would play Ultimate Alliance in a heartbeat. And once again, I, I could come from a side because I beat the game and I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. games on my Switch, but I get where you're coming from. Uh, I, I'm going to hashtag give it a chance. But yeah, I will too. I will too. I, I won't be disappointed I if I don't like it. Yeah, I, I I probably won't be disappointed. I'll be like, I expected this. Yeah, I like I expected this, and I can't blame no one but myself. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it kind of sucks because it's like Spider Man was so good, and this is like one of the games that really got Marvel back on. Like, oh yeah, Marvel make great games now. And then Ultimate Alliance came out. It's like, yeah, Marvel does make great games. And then it's like, Avengers. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You're right. It, it's, yeah. I, I hope it's good. We'll find out. I know that they say they're releasing stuff every six months. Or, no, God, not six months. Every month. 
Okay. It's going to be releasing some stuff every month to find out, like, who some of the new characters, who the new locations, some more game modes, which if you're going to be a multiplayer, if it's a multiplayer game, I hope you got a lot of game modes coming in. Exactly. Because, because yeah, you guys are going to need it. Uh, again, I just wish the best. I just hope for the best. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, now, real quick on our next topic, uh, Microsoft is shutting down Mixer. Mixer was pretty much their answer to Twitch, which is their streaming service, which is shocking for a lot of people. Um, not shocking to me because Microsoft always does this. They start something and shut it down. Yeah, that's like, Microsoft. Uh, the the Zoom. Woo! Remember the Zoom? <laughs> Yo, I wanted a Zoom so bad. I, I I was the person that wanted a Zoom. I was the person that wanted a Zoom over at iPad. There was a there was a there was a brown Zoom that I wanted so bad that I tried to save up my money for. They had at Best Buy, and I swear to you, I could never get that Zoom. Hey, that thing died. That thing died fast, and the Chris Brown will stop the yard. Whew. It died like <laughs> yeah. HD DVD. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Before Blu-ray, it was that. It was an HD it, DVD. That was, that was the competitor. And it was like, oh, it's like we got we got HD DVD. We have Blu-ray. Yeah. Do you have you seen? <laughs> <laughs> These things don't get scratched up as easily. They don't. All right, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Now, it's closing Mr. on uh, July 22nd. Oh, it's already closed. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the plans is to move the existing partners over to Facebook Gaming. The surprise announcement to mean Mixer partners and streamers will be transitioned to Facebook Gaming starting today or the 22nd when this was happening. And Microsoft will no longer operate a Mixer as a service in a month's time. So Mixer is still happening, but everyone is transitioning. Now, it's kind of crazy because Mixer was an answer to Twitch. Because Twitch was a very hard service for uh, gamers to get on, for them to make their money. Like, they had to stream every single day and all that. And, like, uh, professional uh, streamer Ninja, I'm sure you heard of him. Yeah. Your your, your son played Fortnite, so (laughs) I'm guaranteeing you heard of him. Way too Um, much. I remember he took a day break and lost nearly 20% of his uh, subscribers. Wow. Because he wanted to take a day break. And that affected his money. Mixer came in. They signed Ninja to a salary program. So he could game the way he wants to. Doesn't have to worry about subscribers. Don't have to worry too much about sponsorships. Because he's getting paid a salary for streaming. And then everyone started to do that. Facebook Gaming started to sign people. YouTube started to sign people. Twitch started to sign people. And it honestly started... A lot of people were saying like... um, I know a couple people were like... I like Twitch was almost so like engraved in them. It's like they will instantly go to Twitch. But if someone was on Mixer, it's like, oh, I guess I'll check them out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know how to like. How can I put this? Like you going on YouTube, it, it's almost like second nature to go on YouTube. Yeah. But if someone asks you to, hey, check this video out from Facebook, it's like, well, I, I guess. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's you know. It's kind of like that, or um, I don't know what other video services out there that's <laughs> rivaling YouTube. Probably nothing. Um, nothing right now. Yeah, but and this is really—I I knew this was going to happen, but I'm so worried about the partners that Mr. Sign. Like, are they going to go to Facebook Gaming? Which 
Facebook gaming audience is much lower than Twitch. Yeah. And not as good as um not as good as uh, mixers. And then you got YouTube, but YouTube has parameters set for streaming that it does not give them the freedom that Mixer and Twitch had. Mm. For example, Twitch, you can play any music in the background that you want. Like, you can have copyrighted music playing in the background while you're streaming. Um, if you want to have it played back, they'll probably do something, probably block the audio. But they won't, like, they're not as strict with, um, like, cutting you, like, like you're not going to be banned from uh, Twitch if you're playing, or get a copyright start or anything like that. Okay. You know, Twitch is, Twitch is a little bit, a lot more friendly on that end. Now, the other interesting issue is, I'm not sure if you know a streamer named Dr. Disrespect. No, I don't. So, apparently, he got banned from Twitch just a couple days ago. And nobody knows why. Twitch hasn't even put a statement out on why they yeah. banned. I can only Dr. go. I can only go by the climate. He either said something sexist or racist. That's what everyone thinking. And apparently, people has been going down like trying to search for it, and they can't find anything. Mm. And which is very curious. So either Twitch has done something like they did it off a bad, like they did off a bad call. Mm. And if so. This is the worst time for Mixer to shut down. Tell tell me about it. Because this is the worst time for Mixer to shut down because if people find out what they did to Mr. Disrespect was like completely like unfair, everyone is hopping off the Twitch train and hopping on Mixer. All the part, everybody, like all the big streamers, they like, they did that to him, then they're definitely going to do that to me. We're going to go on Mixer. Mm. And that's how we're going to start their brand. That I was like, this would have been, this was the, per- if y'all would have hold down just for a little bit, y'all probably could have made it. Y'all probably could have made it. But the problem with Microsoft is that they shut down everything too quickly. Yep, they do that. That's they, they, they hit that panic button way too soon. Yeah. It, I uh, One of my friends streamed on Mixer. I was like, it's an okay service. I don't really care for it. Personally, I like Twitch better because everyone, every all the streamers I watch is easily on Twitch, mm-hmm. and it's much easier. It's it's a it's a gamer friendly program, unlike YouTube, where it's like if you type in Last of Us or something like that, it doesn't right away give you the streaming of um, the streamings of Last of Us. They'll then you have to like find like who's live right now. And then put the name in there. It's it's not as easy as Twitch. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, Mixer shutting down. It's I can't even say it's sad because it's like it's expected. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, but if everyone's, I hope everyone finds success. I don't know where Ninja's going. It's better off that he just goes to Facebook. Honestly, I mean not Facebook. Um, YouTube. Yeah, he has a he has a lot of subscribers. It's just easier for him on his end to do it on YouTube but again he won't have the freedom that he had yeah I think right now I think he'd rather have the freedom than just have the subscriber count right and I think from what I heard I'm not sure if this is confirmed from what I heard uh, him and another um, big uh, Twitch user that was assigned to Mixer as well they were supposed to sign to Facebook Gaming I think to triple their money hmm but they didn't take it, so right now they're free agents. Like they could go anywhere. 
So I I have no idea what the plan is. I, I have no idea what what's going to happen with these guys. Hopefully they everything gets under control. I just I wish them the best to be honest. But if this underground Twitch thing is happening, that we're not sure what's going on. Um, it's it's hard, and it's also hard for a lot of streamers who make a career out of this. And yeah, had their career on Mixer because now they're scrambling to reboot it, and it's hard to get the same amount of followers that you once had. I agree. Yeah, so. I, I mean, it, it, like I said, we not necessarily in that whole big streamer category like most people are. You know, yeah, so one because we got the time, but uh, so yeah, so. If, if that's the livelihood, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. Like like Maximilian, dude. That's pretty much his livelihood. Yep. <laughs> Just yep. streaming. <laughs> streaming. Yep. Because yeah, you on the background. And who who was I watching? I think it was Zero. He's a Smash Bros player. Well, mm-hmm. was a, a famous Smash Bros player. I think he I think he does streaming on Facebook gaming. But I watch his YouTube channel just to like watch what's going on. And he was saying he's like. YouTube is hard because it could be one day you're doing great, the next day it's just everything. You could completely lose everything instantly. Yep. That's you, could, you could lose, and he does daily videos. He said, if I feel like I want to take a vacation, I sometimes I can't because mm-hmm. this is all, like, this is all, like, I could lose triple the amount of views that I got on one video if I don't post it daily, and I wait like a day to post it. I could lose triple the amount of videos, and it's like, this is really it's a lot of people trying to get in this business it, it ain't for the week no it ain't it's not for the week of heart at all it, it ain't for the week but um yeah that's my two cents on it I don't know if you had any uh thing to say like experience wise uh with YouTube or uh, well, well I mean like we currently are trying to fight a strike so you know we're still fighting that yeah, <laughs> that's not leaving us till August and I'm just like guys WWE <laughs> Yeah, like oh my god, you know. So it, it, it was an old video. It's like this, this, this is from years ago. Go, like, bro, and, 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 I, I, I don't like that. There's no warning. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, since so like somebody, you know, they, 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 they find your thing on there. It's like, okay, well, can you please take this video down, or you'll be threatened with a strike in there? But no, they just want to strike you, and that they want to make it seem like I'm the, you know, I'm so dumb. I got to watch this damn stupid ass rabbit video. Yeah. For four minutes, have to do that, and it's it's, it's annoying. It is, yeah. It, it it it's weird because they have, I think YouTube have people watching the video to see if it's like okay, this won't meet the copyright strikes. But it's like it's almost like this person doesn't have the same opinion that this person does. Mm-hmm. So like, what can get away with person A may not get away with person B. Yeah, and person B may be the one watching the video, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. It's something. Um, now we do have a lot of reviews. Um, did you want to start with the TV show? Oh, uh, uh, sure. So uh, I'm not sure how long that's going to be because I know I'll do my Last of Us, then I could throw it back to you. Okay. No, uh, well, I'm going to. I have seen two TV show, uh, one game show one TV show and one movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I, I like I said, I don't mind doing all. So I will start with the game show first. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably take part since I seen the yeah. first episode. So welcome back to the movie experience. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and D. And today we're doing something a little bit different on the movie experience, and we're actually going to review our first game show. Now, why a game show? You ask because it was ranked number one on Netflix. Uh. Uh, last week and, I, and everybody kept talking about what the hell is this thing going so we're going to talk about The Floor is Lava yep. it was actually I, I, I seen an advertisement for it um, that wasn't even on Netflix and what happened was Lady Sketch was just like I'm going to turn something on so we can go to sleep that wasn't you know Dateline Secrets Uncovered Shut up. so <laughs> we, we, here in the background yeah so I go on and I, I'm sitting there and we turn on uh, the first episode of The Floor is Lava, right? I'm watching the first episode laughing my ass off because I like watch a wipeout. I love seeing people's legs get caught up in them balloons and they try to run that joint and get folded up and fall into the water. But what was making it funny in Wipeout, you, you see them fall into the water and swim away, right? In this right. game show, they die. And the thing is, they, they don't literally die. Y'all. They, <laughs> now, now, they don't actually they, die. They don't literally. But die. the way the way they shoot it is like these people die. It so there's this hot water. Don't know why it's hot because a, a lot of contestants confirm that this is hot water with like this this substance in it that's making it red so they're making it lava and it's an obstacle course you had to get from one end of the room to the other the one with the most points wins $10,000 so end of the big, biggest extravagant $10,000 you get a team of three if all three make it you have uh, three points but you know what I'm saying if our team makes it and they have all three then you have to go who had the best time to get across I have binge watched this whole show today <laughs> and I have been dying with it so I'm gonna give you guys the good about it the bad about it and you know say some, some episodes you should watch I should say the fun thing is like one it's like you really have t- got to turn your brain off and please don't put logic behind the, the shit you about to say it's not true. like a Fast and Furious movie no it's it, exactly it's, it's truly a game show where you you want to see more fuck ups than you do success <laughs> or, or certain people and certain things is just hilarious the, the, the way I have seen couple of, like I said you seen the first episode with me Sway my wife uh-huh. has seen about a good six episodes I've seen the whole thing and there is just one there, there are some episodes that I'll be watching I'm just like this is this is hilarious and to see people do I remember there was the there, there was the kitchen floor that they had to do and the, the one guy made it over and first of all, the one guy that, that, that had the key to, to unlock something, he fell into the lava and took the key with him. Oh. I was like, you asshole. So it made it hard It made it hard for them. So there was this big, long kitchen table, and, you, and then there was a distance between the kitchen table to, to, to the final thing. And the guy said, look, if you sit there and think about jumping and landing on your feet, it's not going to happen. You just got to just launch your body over here to get there. So the guy starts all the way from the back. He takes a full sprint running up, and you can see when he jumped. I'm like, he jumped wrong. <laughs> and then he jumped and tried to land on his feet when the guy said, don't land on your feet. 
He oh. falls to the lava and he's sinking. And I'm thinking like, well, just pull him up, right? No, you, he's like sinking down. He, and the guy's holding his hands like, hang on. Hey. Oh, he's like, don't worry about me. Let it go. Oh. And I'm, I'm sitting there dying. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm and sitting. they are a little bit over dramatic. They be so uh, dramatic. Like, people, like these people, they never going to see him again. Right. I'm like, y'all, y'all good? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so... I like the aspect of it, and it's not as hard as Wipeout. I think Wipeout is is ridiculous for no reason. Like Wipeout wants you to sit there and run and jump these big balls that's in the middle like this ocean, and I'm sitting there like, bro, really? Like, I don't. I think the Flash can make that. So sometimes <laughs> you, you, you have like very athletic legs. You didn't see these people just bounce up on these big huge things. But 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 this one, I think I think it's a little bit more grounded. The floor, the the, the rooms are not that big. Mm-hmm. But there, there there are some things that I've watched, and there have been some of the most funniest people getting falling into this lava that I have seen in a game show. Uh, there's the not one with the the first episode is one of my favorites when they fall in the lava. We talked the uh, triplets. No, not the triplets. We'll get to the triplets. The one with the mom and the brother and sister. Yeah. Oh because yeah. It was like sacrifice yourself. She was like, like I'm gonna sacrifice myself, and she felt she was like, Talia, no. I said, girl, like, and she was just gone. I was like, damn. They do just disappear. I don't know where they go to, but they just go to the lava and they just. I they need just somebody done. who's been on a show, like to explain where they go when they fall in the lava. <laughs> I want to know because it, 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 we know it's some kind of water. But I'm like, but all that red, you can't open your eyes underneath there and see where to go. Like, somebody somebody catch you when you yeah, when you I, fall I, down there? Yeah. Or? I, I I just don't know. I they don't just, know. They just, they, they just sit <laughs> the there. Slide and like you. <laughs> and the and you didn't get to episode two yet, where it, it's it's this group group of Asian guys, and there's this one box he got to jump over onto. He jumped, you hear this nigga, you hear it slip, and he slip, falls right on his back, and you see the, oh, as he sits right to the lava, and his, and his teammates is like, dude, and he reaches, and he tries to step on where he stepped on, and just falls, oh, and I'm just like, well, they're eliminated. Like, well, y'all know, right, well, there goes the match. Uh, there was, there's another episode with these flight attendants, and this gay guy named Chicklet. Uh-huh. Chicklet. Sometimes it's just best to just watch him alone. He is hilarious. You talk about over. Yes. You talk about. You talk over dramatic. He, he he's oh he he thinks he's real lava sometimes. He was so serious. <laughs> they was like, "Come on, chicken, you can do." It. He's like, "Shut up! Stop talking to me!" I was cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> I was wilding. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing is, they made it. They did all three of them too. And then on the same show, there were these uh group of uh, of, of black guys. Who called himself the full package, right? And, I think it's the total package. Oh, the, the, the total package. It he, don't matter. And he was just like, "Yo, I want to win this ten, this ten grand, so I can have boys to men at my wedding." Sir, how much you think boys to men cost? Like what? You got to split this money. Uh, exactly. With, with, with you know, with three people. Now they made a cross, but he he was uh, he he called himself the muscle, and uh, he was acting like uh, our friend Chubbs would. Let's mm-hmm. just to say that. Definitely. That that would be uh, episode six. It took him forever to even get on the obstacle course. Like he was standing back, just watching them do it. They like, bro, you got to start. He like, I'm gonna be in there. I'm like, sir, are you serious? Oh, like, come on. 
Yeah, there, there was one guy that said, you know, I got the reflexes of a black Superman. Oh my god, they didn't oh, win. I don't think. What? <laughs> That's not okay. He said it, that. Yeah, sure. That really happened. Sure. Uh, so, uh, so the the game show, like I said, it's only ten episodes, half an wow. hour, half an hour episodes, mm-hmm. and it's something to really just turn your brain off from the stuff that's going on in the world. Just for a break, because you you want to know what's going on in the world to try to help the world. But I'm saying, but for right now, this is just to take. It's to, nice to take your mind off of it. Yeah, to take your mind off of something like that for a little bit. And I, for some odd reason, I just recommend on your. You don't go out your way to watch it. But I, I I will say when you do have time when you're sitting down not doing anything like we were doing just trying to go to sleep yeah put uh, it on gotcha you because you know when you go to sleep you don't, you don't ever put something on to go to sleep so episodes I recommend is episode one episode six episode eight and uh, I think episode three was the no no episode two was the one where they had the space room right. I think so. Where he was like, I'm going to just jump and just the button and it instantly went into the lava. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so. And also, we can't take us nowhere. Why every black person that was on there, like, this had to be filmed last year. Yo, this around had, March or April. This had to be filmed, it had to be filmed April of last year. You know why I say this way? Because wow. I can't tell you how many Nipsey references we got in the show. Every Are black person was like, R.I.P. Nipsey. It's for Nip. What? The marathon, the marathon continues. I was like, y'all, I can't. What? <laughs> Directed by Q Flow. <laughs> I was, I was like, the first time the guy said like the marathon continues. I was like, huh? Okay. That's Nipsey reps. And then, yeah, it was like okay. And then, maybe Nipsey meant a lot. And then it's like more than one black person was like Nipsey. It was like, and then okay. when, when he jumps across the air, he's like, rest in peace, Nip. I'm like, this had to happen last year, April. This, he like Nip just got shot late, like two days ago. That had to happen. Okay. That, it had to at that time. Like it was just like everybody. Yeah, it was. It had to be fresh. Yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if like, it, it's more than one person, nowhere. it's definitely like ah, uh, yeah. So I give it a rating of a hashtag. Give it a chance. Yeah, nice. I think that's a fair rating. Uh, yeah, I like that. So make uh, sure, uh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead, go. Sorry. No, yeah, no. So, well, make sure you guys check out more movie experience. And before we go into the next one, so uh, once again, this is Mr. Andy, and I'll see you at the movies. Coming up for our next movie here. Welcome back to the movie experience. This is another movie uh, that me and my wife seen once again because I was curious into it, and that's Dave Bautista's new movie. My, My spy. spy. It's pretty good. Uh, can you tell the story? <laughs> yes. So God. what happened was when I heard My Spy was supposed to come out the summer of last year. Yeah. It got pushed back. Then it got it. It got pushed back to the end of 2019. Then it got pushed to uh, February of 2020. Then it got pushed to March, uh, like March 17th. Jesus. Hold on. This uh, is new. New. Yes, of 2020. I thought it was on DVD. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And then this movie so got tossed. It, it got tossed. And then the pandemic happened, so they just said, "Fuck it, just forget we're, it." We're just gonna put it on Amazon Prime, uh, so you guys can watch it. And it's free. It's not even like you had to pay for it. Like knives oh, out. Okay. You had to pay for it when it first came. Like no. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's free. If you have Amazon Prime, bam, go go watch it. So then I was just like, in that case, I might watch it. So after. The, the, the failure of Stuber 
Oh Jesus! I said I heard that was horrible. I said, Batista, I'm not watching. I'm not watching comedies right now. That's what I said. So this uh, past <clears throat> Saturday, Batista and Titus O'Neil did a love walk in Tampa, Florida, and they won. Isn't and they, nice? yeah, they did. And it, it was a good turnout. It, you know, it, it told stories. It's about love and everything about that. You know, they want to bring you no know, hate to the nation. You know, to try to end discrimination, all this stuff. It was great. And then Batista goes on Twitter. And I'm actually going to read to you the exact quote that Batista put up on uh, Twitter because, because once once again, when I read it, I was just like, "Fuck it, Batista! All right, all right, fuck it." I got. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. If I if I'm ever at a love walk and I see Dave Batista Batista like petitioning in love, I might be horrified but inspired at the same time. Exactly. Batista got this face that just does not change. Yeah, and he just instantly—he always looks mad. So, like now, now, first of all, if anybody's been on Dave Batista's Twitter, if you are a Trump fan, stay away. Because <laughs> uh, that's actual fact. I am a supporter, a fan. He <laughs> annihilates this man daily. He okay, him the business all the time. It's hilarious. Like, it, kind of worse, him or Disney? <laughs> I'm about to say because if you put him and Trump alone in in, in a room, he he's getting Batista bomb through that table. It's just happening, but he puts out this tweet. Says this film very, this film's very personal to me. It's a celebration of diversity. I believe this is what America is. So I thank everyone who's taking the time to watch and laugh. Prayer hands with the love emoji. Prayer hands. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm. You know what's crazy? That emoji is actually not, a high five. Have, it's a high five. It's not a prayer hands. Oh, I keep saying it. No, 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 no. It's not no, just no. you. Everybody no, no, uses no. it as prayer hands, but it was meant to be a high right. five. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> People dying, we high fiving. Like, come on. Now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I was like, all right, Batista, fine. You did a love walk. I'm just like, you know, saying, hey, I'm gonna check out your movie. So, my wife was doing her hair, and I was check out the movie. I'm gonna give you the good the bad and I'm just I, I, maybe some slight spoilers this movie was not that bad this it movie was much better than I expected it to be I, exact, I watched the movie I was almost watching it pissed because <laughs> I was almost watching I was almost watching it pissed because I was actually legit laughing the way they set up their comedy in this movie I was just like this is actually kind of funny. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, the little girl that they have in the movie. I'm about to look up her name right now. Uh, she was good in the movie. That's refreshing after Artemis Fowl. It, it it really was because you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it it was first of all. It's like Dave Bautista is a spy, and and he him and him and his uh person who works. Uh, I forgot her name. Um, I don't remember her name from the movie. Yeah, but her name the movie is Bobby. Okay, she's the um, she's the voice of Louise on Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, wait, uh, that lady. Yes. The um, like okay, I didn't know she was Louise's voice. Okay, I can see it now. It's oh yeah. So <laughs> I see it now. There was obviously something going on with um Sophia's mother. Her name is Kate because her husband was in some bad shit. That they, that they were trying to spy on. So, but honestly, I didn't even get that part at the beginning of the movie. It was just the connection between Sophia and JJ, which is Batista. Batista's name, yeah. And uh, Chloe Coleman, she's really good. She's a good um, actress. 
Yes. To be so young. To, to, to be young. And, I, and, I, and then the way the comedy hit off and, and the way they, you know, their, their chemistry hits off, I was like, this is actually kind of, it's like Batista wasn't blocks of wood. You know what I'm saying? I've seen <laughs> right. that before. Blocks of wood. He, he wasn't. And I'm like, Batista got that thing where he found his niche and what he's good at. I appreciate that in people who like to act because... Like because Batista knows like one he don't take himself seriously that's number one and number two it's like okay I know that when it comes to these kind of comedy style characters I think I can excel most in that too it's kind of like when Swag showed me said did you see that Batista promo where he was you know in a wheelchair and you know yelling that shit I was like because that, that's what that was Hollywood Batista I enjoyed that Batista so right. Yeah, and I'm like, and him and all the stuff with Drax and, you know, all the Marvel movies, stuff like that, he has just been, you know, good at what he does. So this movie has a lot of chemistry. If there's bad, it's that it's predictable. You know what's going to... You've seen this movie mm-hmm. thousands of times before. Actually, you've seen this with another wrestler. It very much reminds me of the game plan. Yeah, the that's rock. what... It, down to the little girl. Yes. And their hairstyle. She reminds <laughs> me like, of... They remind the me of plan. each other. And I'm just like, I feel like I enjoy this more than the game plan, though. But sure. Exactly. And I was like, but this, this why I enjoy more the game plan. And I see what he means by diversity. Because, of course, uh, <laughs> Batista is, is Filipino. Well, we have another word for it, but I'm not going to pronounce their name. But yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, there's white. There's Asian. There's African-American. There's gay. There's a gay couple. Who, who are hilarious, hilarious also. Hilarious. So there is a lot of diversity in all kinds of things. So I was like, I see what he's talking about. I see what he means. And like I said, it, it's cliche. You know what's going to happen. You can predict the movie as soon as the credits come on. Yeah. I mean, so if that if that's a bad, that's what it is. But I mean, it's it's a, it's a cute. Movie. Would you call it? A, it's not a romantic comedy, would you? No. 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 It, it, it has, I it, wouldn't think so. It didn't have it. enough romance in it to be a romantic yeah. comedy. No. But. But it, oh, it, 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 it did have the action in it, and like I said, Batista does do great in the film. I I give it a I give it a high hashtag. Give it a chance, almost like a low B, because I really enjoyed the movie. Like I watched the whole way through. I actually want to watch it again for some of the parts that we either talked through or I missed, mm-hmm. uh-huh. or some of the parts that I know my wife would have laughed at if she was either paying attention or she wasn't doing her hair. So you know, so I'm like, so it's a movie that definitely. Watch again. I recommend people out there to check it out. And if it wasn't for Batista's tweet, honestly, they all had to be fake right there. I was like, because I was not going to check the movie out. Yeah, that trailer was not selling it. It, it wasn't. But like I said, with the movie though, I I, yeah, I never I, saw I, the trailer. Just how we like how I approached it. I seen it last year. Yeah, I seen it so long ago. I was like, Dad, this ain't come out yet. Exactly. So I was like, but yeah, it, it it works for him. I think this is a big bounce back from Stuber. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't see Stuber, but everything I heard about it told me not to. So I guess it's a win for him. Exactly. So, yeah, so I give it that. So I recommend you t- check that out. Uh, if you have seen it, you know, seen. Let me know how you guys liked it down at the bottom, and uh, make sure you join us for more movie experience. So once again, like, subscribe, and share. This is uh, NC Place to Be with Mister Andy, and I'll see you at the movies. Now, for the last one that I have for me and my wife to get up into. Oh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the movie experience. And <laughs> this time, this is a, a TV series that we watched. We have reviewed 
TV series on a movie experience before. And we have not watched it. came out last year. We have not watched it. And this is the Watchmen HBO TV series. Mm-hmm. And I, for some, you know, usually when my wife just got HBO Max, I, it, she was like, well, I want to check out Insecure. I'm going to catch up with some things like that. I was like, well, you know, I want to check out, I want to watch Watchmen. So, once again, I, I didn't expect my wife to watch it with me because she wasn't a fan of the Watchmen movie. Ooh. This is that Zack Snyder made. I saw it. I was like Regina King. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Re- Regina King is my is my lady. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, I was so- like, <laughs> that's uh, a sold everybody person. <laughs> yeah, but see, I'm saying because, but I, I never knew what it was truly about. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you something good, bad, and then I I, I don't I don't know if I'm, cause I because I kind of want you to go see it because you are you were the only other Watchmen fan I knew. Right. When it came to the the Zack Snyder movie, because you know Zack Snyder gets a you know gets a hard you know, time with that. <laughs> he gets a hard rap, and obviously he gets a hard rap because he changed the Watchmen movie from what it was from the comic book. Yeah, he did. So, uh, wasn't too happy about that ending, but <laughs> exactly, I agree with you. Uh, however, the show follows the comic book. Okay. Now you know from the first three quarters of the movie, they follow it page for page. Yeah, and then. Zach. And then Zach does Zach, and then he, he changed the ending, which I didn't like. But the, the, the show follows the comic book. Okay. Straight from the comic book thing, because the, whole, the whole giant squid thing mm-hmm. is only in the comic book. Zach Snyder did not put that in the movie. Okay. I mean, I saw that in the Explain video. Wait, yeah. the raining squid or something like that? Yeah, or the big squid that comes to text New York. Okay. Yeah. So, with that being said, uh, Regina King is the star of the show. And this is a very political Watchmen as it focuses on and is surrounded by the Tulsa massacres from Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And they don't shy away from it at all. This whole thing is based on what we're dealing with in the world today. And uh, with, that, you know, with that being said, it's like now there's a group called the Calvary, which are a white supremacist group that have, you know, gained the Warshak mask. Yes. Or they started, uh, they adapted the Warshak the yeah. mask. And now uh, the cops now, they're, they're uh, was it Refford? What's his, his first name? Who? The president. Uh, Robert Redford. Robert Redford is the president now. He gave uh, the, the, the people of the massacre uh, reparations. Or reparations. Reparations, there you go, to rebuild basically Black Wall Street and re- rebuild their community in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, the, the cops hide di- their identity now. The cops wear masks and everything so that these white supremacists don't go back to their homes and their families and kill these cops and everything. And it, it the, the way the the law is in the town now is completely uh-huh. different than how you know it was or how it even is today. So that's the kind of world that, that we're kind of you know that we're kind of uh, living in. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, we we take base on different kind of storylines that's happening throughout the show. It's only nine episodes, so it's not that long of a series. Right. But we do get, uh, you know, Regina King, who's playing Sister Knight, who still is an undercover vigilante who works kind of like uh, next to the police department because she was a cop. She was a cop, and then she retired, or, or she, she left. 
You know, yeah. she retired. She, yeah. But, you know, not by her own volition, rather. Exactly. So now she has a family, three adopted kids, and she, she has a story that uh, is all linked. Like, I don't, I really don't want to give to, people should have seen it a lot, but for, for you, because <laughs> I know how much you're into Watchmen, I don't want to give away spoilers. Okay. Yeah, but uh, she uh, it, it, she's connected to this. Uh, there's a lot of things that, that, that she's connected to, and in inside the show, it really bounces between something that's happening in the present, something that's happening in the past, and something that's happening that's probably going to happen. Okay. And th- there are things that sometimes when you have to watch the explain video, the way I can best describe Watchmen is everything is placed there up until episode six. Then when episode six comes together, it's like, okay, now we are through all these ingredients into this bowl. Let's start mixing it. So it can come together and start, because you're going to ask us a lot of questions. Yes. After every episode. After every episode, because th- there were times where we had to watch explain videos uh, to break to, to, to break it down for us. And after every episode, it was like, man, what, wait, what's happening here? What's happening here? What's happening here? Like the first episode, it does what it does its job. It gets you into what's going on. It, it does the world building. It sets everything up, and then something happens at the end of the episode. And you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, I didn't see that coming. Let me watch the next episode. And right. then when you think you're going to get the answers from from, from the first episode and the second episode, you don't. They just pile on more questions, mm-hmm. and then you're like, wait, 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 wait. but now wait, that happened. You, are you okay? Let me go to the third episode, and then blah blah. blah. And then you're like, okay, and then they start explaining uh, the different Watchmen, and it, it comes back to the comic book origins. It's never far away from the source material, believe it or not. Even though it is based and uh, woven from this whole uh, Tulsa massacre that happened in Oklahoma in 1921. Right. That's a real event. And that's that's a real event. And even in the, when they show that scene of everything happening, it's a it's a D. I ain't gonna lie, it's, it's TVMA. <laughs> the the day now it's not Spike Lee heavy, right? But it's heavy enough to illustrate, like what really happened. What really happened? Like it can get you mad. Like it's not one of them, like Spike Lee things. Like I want to go outside and just risk it all and not watch shit else. For a month, that's what Spike Lee can do to you. It's not on that level, but it's on a level to the point where it gets you angry enough to back the main character of the story because that's what you need to do, mm-hmm. right? Which is which is Regina King's character, mm-hmm. and then you're sitting there wondering, like, wait a minute, how uh, in the world can you guys? Um, how is Regina King connected to all this kind of stuff? So, and also. Joining on this review j- just now, who came who came in into the door just like Doctor Manhattan did, is uh, Q Flow, right on time for Watchmen. Right on time for Watchmen. What up, y'all? We we here. I'm fresh off work. Yeah. So we was, we we was just talking about you know how it's woven into the uh, Tulsa massacre of Black Wall Street from 1921. Yep. And I was telling him how. Uh, the different episodes like the first five episodes you don't really get any kind of concrete answers to your thing until about episode six when they start bringing it all together yeah yeah that that that's that uh hooded justice episode 
which I really like. Yo, that, um, yo, Hooded Justice is out of pocket. That episode <laughs> threw me off. I was just like, oh. Man, I remember him from the, I remember him seeing him in the film. Exactly. And then, but once again, when, when you get the whole backstory of how Hooded Justice became Hooded Justice, and I was just like, uh. And yeah. I was and I was telling them I said you know that it's deep because it's TVMA but it don't get that Spike Lee kind of deep but it gets you angry enough to support Regina King as the main character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So and like I said, I think she did a wonderful job at it. She did a great job. And I actually liked. Um, this is not spoiler. I mean, y- 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 y'all seen the trailer that when Doctor Manhattan comes back to Earth. Yeah, I, I saw all that. So there's a, a little plot twist with, with, with Doctor Manhattan that I'm we're, we're not going to tell you about. Yo, but when, I, yo, when I tell you, it threw me way off. Yeah, it was kind of like, like little hints here and there. They they I did they you, did play I, little eggs in there, little, little seeds. Yeah, I didn't. I I ain't see no seeds. I'm telling. You, I ain't see no seeds planted. I'm just like like I knew I knew he was in the in the show because of the trailer. Yeah, but I was just like, I'm just like, huh? Exactly. When it has because it was uh, plain sight. It it, it, look, it the, the, there's a uh, a spoiler now. The way Swag watches movies and, and shows stuff like that, maybe he, he'll pick up, maybe he won't, or maybe he will just allow himself to be kind of like surprised about it. Yeah. But yeah, but even even though if you figure it out. Even all the way to the end, because the, the whole Doctor Manhattan thing from from the like, Doctor Manhattan comes in episode seven, so seven, eight, and nine. Them last few episodes of Doctor Manhattan heavy. Yep. Okay. And, and I really think that they did a the last great, episode, huh? The last episode too, but no, no, no. You're right though. Those those seven, eight, and nine is when you get Manhattan. Yeah, it's like it's like we're very Doctor Manhattan heavy in the episode, and I, I think. That they did a good job writing this character, and because I was like, I was like, it could have just been a, a regular Watchmen kind of style Doctor Manhattan over again. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, for some reason, this one he's godlike, but they gave him more personality by his choice. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. Well, it wasn't that he was trying. It, it wasn't like, all right, he's a god that we can't relate to him. Let's make him more human-like, and it wouldn't make sense because he's a god. No, it's that he's still a god-like creature, mm-hmm. but he wants to be more in tune with he us. Wants to see. Yeah, and I like I like how. Well, sorry. no, no, go ahead. Well, uh, that, that didn't feel spoil. You know what I was about to say doesn't feel spoily because it, but because. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if it's a spoiler for Ant. It doesn't feel like a spoiler though. But I won't. I'll try to. I don't want to say it. Okay. I, I just like how. I just like how he explained himself with the whole story because it connected with the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. And it, oh, so that's it what he did. With the movie. It, it it connects with the movie and the comic book. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they don't. Now I'm more interested. So. They don't over, you know, say they, they don't leave no stone, no stone, uh, unturned in this series. But, and, but swag, you do, you do need to like, like, don't 
take, don't watch that. Like, when you get there, don't watch it at face value. Actually listen to what he's saying, because he's still, Dr. Manhattan is still speaking these Jesus parables. Like, he is. So, <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, he's speaking math equations and whatnot. So, really <laughs> listen to what he's saying so you can really, like, like, oh, okay, that's the only, I had to rewind it at least twice to, to realize, like, oh, this is part, this is connecting with the movie. Like, so... It, like Definitely I said, we had to watch uh, explain videos to help us out on certain things because I was like, okay, this, this is okay. Now this makes sense, and now this is okay. She is okay. I, you know, I, I, I get that, and it was like, huh? Now you know. See, that's now I was like, okay, now I'm getting more into the story once they start, you know, putting things together. And like I said, it was a quick watch. We did it in we did it in one day. Actually, we did it like we did it like one night almost. Oh well, Stephen, yeah, y'all, oh god, I had to wait. I had, I did it like a TV show because it was dropping. I was watching it while it was still on TV. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, y'all, y'all did it. The, y'all did it the smart way. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we. Well, I was like nine episodes. Let's do this, and we, we got to about episode six. Uh, and, we, we, and then we stopped and then watched the next episode six, seven, eight, and nine the next day because you know we had to go to sleep, had, had to deal with the baby, stuff like that. So I'm going to give Watchmen from HBO. If, like, like I said, if Q flows, Q flows words, it's a very woke show. Definitely <laughs> a woke show. It's it's yeah. it, 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 it's 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 woke because look, Watchmen ain't have that many black folks, if any at all, in the comics or the movies. That's going to change in this one, Swag. Okay. I'm like, if this this series came out like last week, it's on right on time. Mm-hmm. It's always ahead of its time. Watchmen is and always it, that's been. The Watchmen is always ahead of its time. And, they started out. They, yo, oh, darn it, Nerm. I was about to say that other twist too. Yeah. With, uh, with um, I'm trying to think of how to say it. There, I don't. I don't know how to say. It. Well, like I said, there is a lot of twists going on because a lot of because there's there's three storylines going on at once. Sway, mm-hmm. and then and then no. Oh, right. yo, you are right. I forgot about that. But one of them connects to well, two of the stories connect though. Yeah, That's well, what I'm well, saying. Well, like, well, listen well, to. Well, actually, oh, all of the stories connect from the movie oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the comic book. Yeah. But, I, but when Manhattan started talking, it made sense for the other storyline, the other person's storyline. Yeah, it is. So yeah, so it's. Because I was wondering, I was wondering, like, why? Because for a while, I was wondering, like, what is going on here? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And I'm saying, like, what the hell is going on here? Then when Manhattan started talking, and then they said the name of the guy, I'm like. Oh, I get it. It's prison. All right, cool. Like, yeah, and also, uh, swag to add. There's an all star cast in here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the uh, gamer guy from Black uh, Mirror. First oh, of all, oh, 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 see, so you're fucked uh, up now. We're not feeling oh, disrespect. Uh, Black we, Manta. We, we not gonna disrespect Black Manta like that. <laughs> you better put some respect on my man Yaya's name. Yaya. Yeah, Yaya's in this. Regina King's in this. 
Tim Blake Nelson's in this. You know, he played a little wagon. Uh, 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 you know, um, from the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, the one who oh, got okay. murked by Bane. Yeah, I mean, well, he murked a lot of people in that movie. He also, Jer- yeah, I know, right? I was about to say, um, <laughs> um Jeremy Bane again, really took the whole city. <laughs> peep this, uh, sway. Jeremy Irons is in this as an older Ozymandias. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, cool. We're saying names. All right. Yeah. Because that's who I was talking about. All right. See, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know because I didn't want to spoil nothing for Andy. Uh-huh. I mean, I look, you can, if you can look on Google and find who plays the characters, you'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't yeah. Find out, you don't find out he's uh, Adrian until, like, for a minute, though. Okay. Exactly, so yeah. you just see him. Yeah, so you just see him as an old man. And Lou Gossett Jr. is in this also. Lou Gossett Jr. is he for real? And I look, there's going to be one scene. I'm like, look, <laughs> if you a white supremacist, don't watch episode nine. <laughs> 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 it's going to. I mean, gonna, I'm not. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? Are you talking about? Are you talking about like towards the end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't watch it. Give a shit. I, I mean, so, I kind of feel like you should actually. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I'm just saying. Yeah, it, well, I mean, hey, you know, it's gonna it, it piss you off. Or, oh, or that's was that you. him? What? The guy from from uh, Dark Knight? He was looking glass. Yes. I did not realize with the facial hair. Yeah. Threw me off. Yeah, that was looking glass. Okay, gotcha. So I'm going to rate Watchmen a complete nergasm. <laughs> Actual factuals. Watchmen gets a complete nergasm and since it, yeah, it's it's DC. You know, it, it makes sure because they, they got the, the DC logo with the Watchmen smiley face. It's one of the best DC shows that they ever produced. That's, and you know what's funny? A lot of a lot of the African American ones have been good. Like the Watchmen been good. Black Lightning's been good. Mm-hmm. D, DC on their live action shows have really been good, and I'm curious to see. What other kind of, you know, shows that they can take like this with with a more political and darker background and back, back tone to it, and and make a show out of it? And honestly, I know that there's complications right now about it not being a season two. See, I'm telling you, especially with the way the climate's going, they they're gonna find a way to make season two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there there has to be a season two. Yeah, uh, I don't. But the the producer or the creator bowed out. He said he gives his blessing for people to, um, like, somebody else to do it, but he's not going to be involved. So it'll be a different story. Yeah. Um, he said that he wrote, he did this season to be a complete story in and of itself. Uh-huh. So somebody else will take up the mantle. Didn't he do the same thing with the movie? <laughs> is, this, is this the same person from the movie? I feel like if it's the, the writer? No, he, well, he's the, he's a creator and producer of the series, I think, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I think he did the same thing with the movie. He said, uh, I don't want to do it, but y'all could go ahead. Like, like uh, sir? Like, if they want if, if they want to end it here, it's fine. But I would like to see nah, the two. They they can't, nah, they got it. No, don't do not do me. It's, I hate cliffhangers. I'm sorry, man. They can't do me like this, man. Okay. Don't see it as a cliffhanger. See it as open-ended. I feel like it might, it's not really a cliffhanger. It's kind of... Beyond the very last scene of the show... He was an Incredible Hulk, though, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, beyond the very last scene of the show, like, that was supposed to be, like, a, a fun cliffhanger, but... 
the story itself, I feel like it's kind of wrapped up. It. I mean, it, it, it is kind of part. This part of it. Yeah. I mean, it it it, it is. Kinda. It it is. No, oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, lie. yeah, you're right about that. It is kind of wrapped up. I will say it is kind of wrapped up. But by, by when something's so good, and they kind of leave it on that kind of ending, you kind of like. I wonder what can happen. I mean, yeah, I myself. Sometimes it's best to end while the iron is hot than to keep on going. Yeah, don't be don't be scandal or Grey's Anatomy, but yeah, you can have at least another season. Sometimes some shows are really good for just one season because what else is there to do? I always use that the example of that Megan Good show that was on NBC. Uh Really good show. I haven't really seen her like front a show before, and she was good. But the story was done by the end of the season. It was just like, where do we go with this? You know, kind of like for, 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 for Mars. Yeah, I'm about to say that that, that should have been done after a season and a half. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, it it, it like, didn't need three still, seasons. What are we still doing here? Yeah, you're and right. then they rebooted it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I will say that. So now this is giving me. Uh, I, now I want to go check out the other DC stuff. I want to check out Doom Patrol. Okay. I want to mm-hmm. check out Titans. Oh, yeah, since you got the call, uh which McCall comes out in September. I don't know if y'all talked about it. What's up? Uh, the Boys season. Oh, The Boys, yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. all about that. That's See. the one on Amazon? September yeah. 4. Oh, I'm going to watch yeah. that because I actually uh, like that one. Yeah, The, bo- the oh, Boys yeah, season 1 was good. So. I rewatched it recently, so, oh, man, I'm ready. Yeah, so I went for <laughs> Boys season 2. So, but yeah, like, watch a Watchmen. I was like, I, now I got to check out Doom Patrol. I got to check out, uh, well, more so Titans because Titans is a darker version of Teen Titans. So I want I want to check I want to check that out to see how it is. Harley Quinn, yes, because that's what HBO Max also. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I, I haven't seen season two yet, but I love season one. Yeah, so I, see, DC is good when it comes to the anime and the TV shows. They they they're good with touching that dark kind of stuff. Just you know, just now, and they ain't afraid to kill people. So yeah, and Harley Quinn is definitely dark comedy. Yes, it's uh, it's definitely dark. <laughs> it's like well, whoa. Well, so once again, guys, like I said, well, it's, it's complete nerdgasm for me. I recommend you always go. You, this one, you go out your way and watch. And, uh, uh, man, and, when Watchmen, Watchmen came out, Hulu, my Hulu was lit. I had Watchmen, then I had Wu-Tang the next day. Like, it was a, it was, lit. was lit for a nice uh, month. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish Wu-Tang. I'm going to finish yeah, Wu-Tang. Yeah, we still haven't finished Wu-Tang. I'm going to finish Wait, Wu-Tang. I honestly just stopped watching TV for a minute. We'd just be watching the same stuff over and over again. No, we were sick. But I mean, well, yes, that that too. That's the reason. But yeah. I, I mean, I loved it. I completely see why people were pissed if they didn't, especially if they didn't take the time to actually watch it and just went off of what they heard it was about. Yeah, you'd be mad, even if you do watch it. You still be mad. I honestly could give two fucks, but you know, sucks is suck. I guess exactly. Oh, so once again, guys, you know, make sure you put your comments in below and like the video, and then once again. This is NC Place to Be, Chill Trimmer Say Unique, and I'll see you at the movies. And you can finish this out, Ant. All right. Let me see if I can power this Last of Us 2. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, since we're on the topic of Dark, let's talk about The Last of Us 2. That uh, is the recent game from Naughty Dog Studios, which is their uh, successor to the very, very, very uh, successful uh, first Last of Us game that I personally feel like it didn't need to end. Uh, didn't need a second game at all. So I'm gonna give you the good, the bad experience. I'll probably do like a game experience for it. Uh, so yeah, one the gameplay. It is so refined. 
this is probably the smoothest transition I've ever seen in a uh, for a sequel of a game. Maybe. But it still kept uh, the original stuff from the first Maybe game sketch. in there. It was so smooth. It was absolutely smooth. The next, um, the only thing I, I gotta say about gameplay is that um, there's a lot of stealth in this game, but they do not give you a wall cover at all, which is kind of unheard of for a stealth game. Yeah, Especially when, when there's certain elements in this game that's focused on stealth. So I'm kind of like appalled about that. Uh, oh yeah, I'm keeping it spoiler free, by the way. Uh, because Damn it. I will. Oh, I'm sorry. Why you keeping this boy with free? Because I I want to look. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. He told me he's gonna try to keep it spoiler free, and I was just like, okay. But I'm like, okay. I'm gonna put like this. Let's be fair. Let's be let's be fair. Uh huh. The odds of me and Q Flow playing The Last of Us like you did with our schedules, opposed to you. <laughs> wa- uh, seriously, opposed to you yeah. watching Watchmen. It's kind of uh, like ninety ten. Greg, I've been watching the streams. I'm. I, no, I, I just I, watched this last one. I I didn't know because I'm just saying because I know he's like trying to get into the first one, and I know he said he's really interested in the second. That's why I'm trying to keep it spoiler free for him. Yeah, I, I but it's okay now because I'm sitting there looking at my child right now stirring. I'm like, it's one fifteen in the morning, and I got to deal with you for another three hours. So. There's no chance I'm gonna get to this game. So okay, go ahead. Now, all right. Um, no way. Back to like the mechanics of the gameplay, uh, and then I'll go with the story. Um, but yeah, the stealth mode was definitely like I, I, if they added um if they added um like a wall cover aspect, which is should have been added in my opinion, which is kind of weird for a stealth game not to have it. They they should have added that. The next uh, part of the gameplay was the uh, infected. The infected, they kind of overhauled it. Now, it was this one infected that was like a beast. I personally didn't like that at all. I didn't like the fact that they had that. It, it felt kind of pandering to me. It was like, hey, we need a big boss battle. Let's put something here. And they did it, and I was like, yeah, right, but it's it wasn't needed. And then, when you're fighting that boss, it's so damn hard to see. It's like, it, it's almost... Like you, you're working with a flashlight in the basement of an abandoned hospital. Why am I fighting this in this dark? I can't see ammo. I can't see where I'm going. I can't see the entrance and all that. And then on top of that, this uh, monster is like forming other infected. It's this one thing called the stalker. There's one infected called the stalker, where they literally just creep around quietly. So you know how games have um like. Uh, the detective mode, like Batman and all that. Yeah. And then you got the Spidey sense where you can see enemies around you. So this game got something called listening mode, where um, where you just like get on the ground and you just hear everything around you. So if it makes sound, it'll show up in like a yeah, it'll show up in like a white image. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know what I thought. I thought it was like I knew it was like some type of ultra high sense, but I didn't know if you were listening or could just see yeah, energy if, or something. Right. If it makes noise, then that's how you know where it's at. These stalkers do not make any noise, so it was like already hard, and they will just pop up from behind and just attack you. So that that was already like tense. Um, the the like. Yeah, the hard element in 
this game was pretty nice. It was a few jump scares in here, but it was most. It wasn't mostly focused on the effect. It was mostly focused on the um, characters in the story. The other gameplay aspects were the groups you had to fight. So you have the wolves, which is an organization that's just you know. I, honestly, I don't even remember what their goal was. You have the wolves, where it's just they're just trying to live to um, you know keep society the way it was. You, and then you have this group called the Scars, which is like a religious group, like almost a cult. And they were a lot more brutal. Like the way they will kill you, they will hang you and then cut your stomach so your intestines will fall out. And Good Lord. That was like, it was graphic. It was like, God. Uh, and then you had uh, Ellie's group, which is, uh, I'll just call them the Jacksonvilles. Because uh, they were just out, you know, living their life the way they tried to live it, you know. Uh, and stuff. So now on to the story. Now, Wait, oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. No, I was about to. I was about to ask what caused. I, I never played. I didn't see the first one. What caused? I was about to ask what caused the infected. Uh, if you're about to get into that, I forget what caused the infected in the first game. I oh. honestly forget. It's been so. I only played the first game once. I was like, that's all the stress I need. Can wait, I say wait, something wait, wait, real, real quick? Oh. Yeah. The opening to the first game is probably one of the best cinematics in an adventure game I've ever played. Oh, that's, that was heartbreaking. No, uh, uh, because, that was hard. No, because your blood pressure and your pulse is literally pumping from the start of when they're in their home watching TV yep. to when they try to escape to the point where I have not felt that with a, with a lot of games before. Right. Mm-hmm. Re- even Resident Evil doesn't do that for me. No, it doesn't. So uh, I just want to add that to that. You won't play seven. Because it's first person, but that seven would be the closest. The opening of seven would be the closest I could give it. Okay. But then again, I don't like horror the way you do. Now, storytelling wise, no, nothing will compare to that first opening, and and um in that game. Um. Now the opening, the opening wasn't like that. Now, okay. First of all, the ending of The Last of Us because um they, it's definitely crucial. So at the end of the game. Uh, Joel sends Ellie to a hospital because Ellie is um, immune to the um, the infection disease. So when he's in the hospital, they found out like, yeah, the only way we can get this, you know, serum out of her is to kill her. Ooh. Joel wasn't having it. He went into the operation room, took a shotgun, shot all the doctors, picked up Ellie, and walked away. And at the end of the first game, Ellie asked him, was like. Like, why did you take me away? He was like, yeah, well, they just couldn't find a cure. They had other test subjects, and they just couldn't find it. And oh, what? You could see Ellie was like, are you, like, she, she like, kind of knew he was lying. She was sort of like, is that what really happened? And Joel was like, yep. And Ellie was like, okay. And then credits. Personally, I thought it was a great ending. I was like, leave it at that. I don't want any more. That I just, I was okay with that. Oh, now, this game, it starts off with Joel telling his brother, like, exactly what happened in the hospital. And Tommy's like, well, god damn, you, you risk it all. What'd you, <laughs> like, you, you, you risked the whole world just to save her. He was like, look, I lost my daughter. I, like, <laughs> this is the closest thing I ever had to a daughter. And I can't lose that again. So, now, um, while you're after that Joel thing, you get to Ellie. Ellie is about to go on a mission to um, 
you know, check around the area just to make sure there's no infected. They skip to another character named Abby. Now, Abby is a like brawl character. When she saw us on the screen, she she oh, looks like Roby. She was Abby. Yeah, I I actually love like she's actually now my favorite character in that game. In this game, hey, hey, hey Mr. A and E, think yes. uh, think um like a young Beth Phoenix. Huh? Hello. She was like. She was like her arms were actually they they kind of had a joke in the game. I I think it was it was a joke, but they said something in the game where it was like um, Ellie had a gun pointed to one of these guys. He was like, "You're looking for Abby, right? You know, uh, blonde hair, arms like mine." <laughs> I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Really?" Um, but um, so you play as Abby. Abby is running away from the infected. Uh, she's like stuck in the snow, and she ends up meeting up with Joel and Tommy. And, like, they're, like, stuck in the warehouse. They're like, look, there's too many infected here. There's no way we're getting out. We may have to fight them off. Abby's like, look, I got a settlement not too far from here. We could we could go in. We could go there, and you guys will be okay. They get to the settlement. You know, everyone's relaxing. They're hanging in the basement, you know, introducing themselves. It's like, uh, Tommy's like, hey, I'm Tommy. That's my brother, Joel, uh, Joel Miller. And all the people started surrounding him. Joel looking around like, Y'all had to like y'all heard my name before. Abby's sitting behind him saying, yeah, we have. Has a shotgun, shoot him right in the kneecap. Like, blown back. And then they, like, they tie him up and put him against the window. Joel's like, look, whatever speech y'all got, just say it and get it over with. <laughs> now, mm. they Ellie finds out they took Joel and they're trying to, like, capture him and all that. All right, wait. Can we, can we pause right here? Oh, yeah. Now... I heard, like, a lot of the fans were pissed about this because they were, like, they were saying something like, Joel was such a, a close-minded, like, I don't trust no, it's just me and Ellie, I don't trust nobody. Right. So how did, why was he with Abby? You know, I heard people hate the game. Like, people were saying, like, they hate the game because of that. First of it's a zombie apocalypse. You, if someone says, hey, we have a settlement, you're going there. This, where else are you going to go? That's just a dumb argument. Like, a lot of the arguments that I've seen are just dumb. It's you guys are, you're not thinking. If there's a way to escape the infected before you get killed, you're going to go there. Hey, there's other people? All right. And Joel wasn't putting their full, his full trust in them. He wasn't telling them, yeah, we got a settlement all the way right here, right here, right here. He's saying, okay, this is my name. We're going to have to find a way to get back. Thank you for helping us. And that's how Joel been throughout the whole game. So I don't understand, like, People's argument been real dumb. So Ellie finds out. She goes to the building to where they hold Joel, and she's entered the basement. He's um, they see Abby like torturing Joel, trying to pull the gun out. The other people in the basement tackles her, uh, punch her in the face, throw her to the ground, and they kill Joel right in front of her. Joel just completely dead, which caught everyone off guard. Because the trailers made it seem like they were going to kill Ellie's girlfriend, not Joel. So they did a, like an affinity war on us with the trailers. It was like, whoa, we didn't see like I didn't see that coming. Almost thought it was fake. It was like that. So Joel's dead. Ellie is pissed and she wants revenge. That's basically the whole story. She's going to revenge. She's killing every single person that was in that room at that time. 
she's killing every she's going around killing every single one of them saving abby for last because she was the one that took the golf club and killed joel now in the middle of the game you switch perspectives which a lot of people didn't like um you switch perspective to play as abby now we get a little bit backstory about abby's character um now abby was in the woods with her father um her father gets like in contact with someone and they said, Hey, they need you in the hospital. He was like, What's going on? It's like, look, we we may have found the answer, but we need you because you're the only doctor that can do this. Apparently, this was around the time where Ellie came to the hospital in the first game. Okay. Abby uh now they skip they fast forward, there's alarms going off in the hospital. Abby's looking for her father. She runs in the hospital and sees the emergency room where Ellie was taken from and sees her dad dead on the ground. And she's like, yo, that's my, like, she, Joel killed my dad. And that's just been like, no, I need to get him back. Not only did he risk humanity, he killed my dad. Now, I've been saying from day one, since the first game came out, Joel is the villain of this series. And I don't know why people cannot see that. Like, for example, uh, Keyflo, if you have a daughter and they have to kill her to save humanity, what would you do? Baby girl gonna have to go. Huh? I said baby girl's gonna have to go. I did not expect that answer from you. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh. Uh, I did not say that. I thought you was gonna, nah, they ain't taking my daughter. Now, Miss Amy, how would... Maybe the, would, <laughs> I'm about to say maybe the dad can answer this. I'm about to say yeah, yeah. I wanted, I wasn't sure how yeah. he was going to answer either. Yeah. So I was like, hey, the dad, I was like, you're usually the violent <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> if this was the cure for humanity, and they have to kill her to um to save humanity, what would you do? Humanity ain't been nice to me. Uh huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now everyone's saying Joel. Everyone's saying Joel's a good guy for doing it. I'm like Joel. Yeah, Joel is a charismatic character and he's a good person, but he makes hard. He made horrible choices in this game, and everything that's leaded up, everything that happened in Last of Us Two is his fault. This is all his fault. So Sounds he like has everybody's favorite has, Green Ranger. I'm like, <laughs> like the argument of Joel didn't deserve this. Yes, he did. He had this coming for a long while. So are people? Oh, oh. I, 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 I'm sorry to cut you off. So people uh, are upset that he did kill his daughter, or he didn't kill his daughter. People are upset that Joel died in the beginning. Okay. Because one, they felt misled from the trailer. Gotcha. But there was only like they were saying, "Well, Joel was supposed to be the main character." No, Ellie was supposed to be the main character. Uh-huh. Another argument I is, a, I thought that was a given. It was, which I don't understand why people are making that argument. Another argument was, we didn't get the relationship between Ellie and Joel. Yes, we did. The whole first game did that. Plus, we did flashbacks in this game, building on top of that relationship. So it's every answer they're getting is like, you guys haven't played the full game, obviously. So, um, so we get Abby's backstory. But the more we get to Abby, the more human we see her become. Now, the uh, group, the scars that were just, you know, hanging people and killing them with the intestines, like ripping their intestines out. Abby runs into two of them that were trying to escape and she helps them escape. 
one of them, uh, one of their arms had been completely fractured and they had to amputate it. So she gets the medical supplies. She go against her group where they consider her AWOL. And she went against the group just to help her out. So, like, everything is looking on the up and up for Abby. But Ellie is going around killing every single person that's important to her to the point where she kills the man she loves and also his baby mama while she's pregnant. And her dog. So it was like, Abby was like, nope, we, we're killing her. We gotta kill her. And it gets to, we're in the scene in the movie theater uh, where Ellie is hiding out. Abby finds her. She finds Tommy. Like, like takes him out. A character named Jesse shoots him in the face. Like, KO. And just starts fighting Abby. And then it got to the point where Abby's girlfriend hopped in the fight towards the end. And she's like, Ellie's like, look, look, don't, don't, first of all, Abby gave Ellie the meanest right hook I've ever seen in my life. The meanest right hook I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a right hook so hard. <laughs> like, like she hit her so hard, the next scene was a, was a time skip. That is, Q said in the comments, he said, if uh, I'm going to slap you in the next week was a person. Yeah, I was like, yo, she knocked that right hook was hard. That right hook was something special, (laughs) and then she knocked her into a time skip. Before the fight, her girl was pregnant. After the fight, that baby is Sage's age. Like, (laughs) she knocked her into a time skip. I was like, this that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And now, um, so before the time skip, uh. Ellie's girlfriend hops in and Abby just takes her face and starts smashing it to the ground and got a knife to her neck. Ellie's like, don't do it. She's pregnant. And I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, you killed her friend that was pregnant. What what justifies your action right now? And Abby's sitting there like, good. Now, Abby's friend that that she helped out in the scars, she was like, yo, Abby, don't. This is too far. So that was a girl? Uh, it's a transgender. She was a girl. She's, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, in that, in the game. That I thought she was a girl with a shaved head. There, there's a lot of backstory for all these characters, which I appreciate that they gave a lot of time to. Um, but Lev uh, said, like, yo, Abby, you need to calm down. This isn't the way. Abby looks at Ellie like, if I see you again, you're dying. Don't let me catch you. It time skip. Abby, uh, no, sorry. Time skip. Ellie and Dina are, I guess they're married at this point. They didn't really uh, solidify if they were or not. But they have a baby, they have a house, they have a farm. Everything's cool. Joel's brother Tommy comes up like, look, we found Abby. We need to get her. And and Ellie's like, look, we. this is not going to help anything. We, we have to get over him. It's understandable for Tommy because that's his brother. He saw what happened too. But Ellie is like, she has a life right now. She has everything she needs. In the middle of the night, Ellie just starts packing up her things. She looks, uh, Dina catches her. She was like, yo, what are you doing? You have everything you need right here, right now. If you go out and you come back, we're going to be gone. And Ellie leaves. She goes to get revenge. And this is uh, the part where everyone had uh, a problem with. 
they find Abby. Abby was held uh, was held captive, and she like cuts her down from this crucified. Like it was just it was like a stake she was tied up on, and it looks like she was starving because she lost a lot of weight. Um, her they cut her hair. She has sunburn. It first of all, the graphic details on all of this were outstanding. So Ellie frees um Abby and Lev, and. They're both walking to boats. There's two separate boats. It's like, this is your time to escape. Just move on. As she's getting on the boat, she looks at her hand. It's just a flashback of Joel uh, comes back. And Ellie's like, no, you're not leaving. We have to end this right now. Abby's like, yo, I don't have the time for this. Ellie's like, no, we're going to fight. Then she threatens Lev's life. And then so they get into a fight. It's just, it's this scene reminded me of Naruto versus Sasuke when they just out of chakra and they're just like fighting each other. It's like, you guys are just sad right now. This, this has to end. This has to end. Just give it up. And they're just like throwing punches, missing and all that. They, they, you can honestly tell they're tired. And then, uh, Ellie gets her and she's like, uh, Oh, by the way, this is in the beach. By the way, Ellie gets her. She's like putting her underwater, trying to drown her. And while she's putting her underwater, she gets another flashback of Joel, and she just stops. She's like, all right, just leave. Go away. Go away. So, uh, Abby and Lev leaves. Ellie's just sitting on the beach, like, crying. Then it uh, flash forwards to her going back to her house. Now, she's walking in the house, sees it completely empty. The only thing is, there's only one room clear, and that's just all her stuff. Now, during the fight, Abby bit off two of Ellie's fingers, like Mike Tyson style. Oh, that's that's cold. Like, it, like completely off. Like, all you see is I'm going to go back and watch this scene, too. Like, just nubs. Oh, yeah, the, the last one I played today, it's about an hour and a half, so it, it was great. I loved it, the, the direct, directing and everything for it. Um, so she's she just sitting there with two nubs on her finger. The one gift uh, Joel gave to Ellie... Like years ago was a guitar she tries to strum the guitar but she can't play because she's missing two of them two of the fingers mm. and she gets a flashback to Joel where this was just like a flash this, this was the flashback teased during the fight so that you get the full flashback of Joel and Ellie talking and um, what happened was uh, Ellie figured out like she got the answer from Joel of what actually happened in the hospital and Ellie was like, I'm not talking to you ever again. Like, she's like, I can't forgive you. I was supposed to mean something. Like, like I, I was I was supposed to matter that day. And you took that away. And this was just Ellie and Joel talking. And Ellie ended that conversation with saying, maybe I can forgive you. And Joel said, I, I'll, like, he, he's like, tears was coming down his eyes. He was like, I hope you can. And that was the last conversation they had before Joel died. So, I I like this ending, and after that, she puts the guitar on, like, she leaves the guitar in the house, and just walks away from the house. And that's how it ended. I personally like this ending because it, it finally gives a redemption arc for Ellie, and for what Joel did. It, it literally solidifies, like, okay, this can turn around, possibly. This can possibly turn around, and then the cycle of revenge is not nonstop. People are angry because it's like Ellie did all this and didn't finish the job. I'm like, 
it's a redemption arc for her. She doesn't have to finish the job. That's the whole point. That was the whole scene. If y'all like paid attention, it literally painted her redemption arc throughout that whole ending hour. So I don't understand like why people. It, it's hard to see why people are mad. Now there were story bits that they they touched on, but they didn't do anything with. Um, like uh, one part where Ellie got bit again, and certain people are noticed like, "Hey, you're bit, so you only got." A little bit of time left, but they never came back to that. Um, story wise, I think that was all I had a problem with. I didn't have a problem with too much of the story. Again, I like Abby's arc more than anything. It did feel a little bit dragged on, but it was supposed to be dragged on so we could actually feel for that character. So I was okay with it. Like, people are arguing that they had to play 10 hours of Abby after hating her this much throughout the whole story because she killed Joel but I was in my argument if this was a movie where you had to watch the villain backstory we wouldn't be doing this but it's the fact that we're playing it and playing it for a great amount of time that it was it was what the way it was um the sex scene in this game was unnecessary I personally didn't I was like okay we, we didn't need that at all um <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it wasn't neat. I was like, "Really, y'all, y'all?" And it, I, I had. I'm glad I switched off the camera quick. It was like we are about to get a strike. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saved us real quick. I was like, "Nope, you don't need to see that. You don't need to see that at all." But um, overall, the game is a damn near perfect. Is it game of the year? I don't think so. I think the first game story was a lot better. Okay. The first game, game of the year. I wouldn't say game of the year. I still think Final Fantasy VII Remake is game of the year. So far, right? Mm. So far. I'm trying to think. Like, what else even came out this year, Loki? Um, Persona Five. That might. Persona Five. I, I I can't say because I don't. When was Astral Chain? Well, Astral Chain was last year. I see you started to play it. How is it? It is amazing. Okay. It is amazing. Uh, the best way, I, the best example I heard of that was it's a love letter from Platinum Games. That's the you best. Know That's you the know best what? This is a this is a pretty good love letter. <laughs> Platinum Games make great games, so I can't get mad. At uh, but yeah, the, uh, game of the year? No, I can't give a game of the year. Okay. I can see it being nominated. It's gonna be. You know, it's gonna be nominated. Yeah, nominate graphic wise, tight gameplay wise. It, this game is incredible. I, like this game made me feel nervous playing it. So, it, it like the fact that it made me feel something was great. Okay. You, you don't get that in games too that much. The last game I felt that with was probably Spider Man. With uh, when uh, I may die. That was the last time I was like, ah, Because when, when you was talking about the end, I was like, this sounds a lot like the end of Spider-Man, where it's like, you know, did you choose I May, or does he save the world kind of thing? Yeah, that that was kind of the, yeah. Now imagine that, now imagine that ending for Last of Us, but Peter chooses Aunt May over everyone. <laughs> well, and, but he doesn't tell Aunt May. And then she finds out in the second one, like, yo, what is your problem? Why did you not try to save everyone? 
And then Aunt May see Peter dies and try to get revenge. It puts on the Spider-Man suit and try to get revenge. That <laughs> that would be too much of a that would be too much for us to take in. But like I said, Last of Us is great. If you're not into playing the game, I recommend watching the cutscenes. There was a lot of shocking surprises. If you don't like killing dogs, don't watch the gameplay or play the game. <sighs> there are going to be times where you have to. And it's like, look, I, I've played enough. I played. A, I played enough Fallout Four. I about to say, like, yeah, you know, a lot of dogs in Fallout Four. <laughs> I'm at the point of like, I'm killing human beings. I I think I'm I'm enough of a murderer at this point, <laughs> and I can't really do anything about it. But yeah, I might make a couple dogs, man. The the game was great. I I don't see the hate that everyone's giving it. I'm giving it a damn near perfect. There's still issues that I saw that I was like, I wish they tightened that up a bit. Um. Well, I I I I would still like to see your um your your point video of going uh, over the, the different points. I'll be arguing each point. Yeah, I, I did touch on a few of them. I'm going to look up some more online because I was like, a lot of these issues can be rebuttaled. Uh-huh. A lot. And I was actually I talked to one of my friends today. And he said he was disappointed in the game. He told me why. I was like, bro, that that's part of the story. <laughs> Why are you mad at something that's part of the story? What, he was mad the horse got blown up? <laughs> First of all, that was shocking. That was <laughs> that yeah. made me jump hard. I wasn't ready. Just say any. He was he was just I was I was watching the screen. Swag is just he's just on the horse doing horse shit. Yep. The horse goes to leap over something, wow, explosion. I'm like, wow. You hear the horse and, and the guy come over to shoot the horse. I was like, ah, come. <laughs> Yo, oh, that was yo. to put the horse out of his misery. Yeah, but I was like, dang. Man, that sounds like some Red Dead Redemption stuff right there. Like, oh, nothing is safe. <laughs> nothing was safe in this game. Mm. And I, I'm just glad Dina didn't die. Because I was like, she might die. But I'm glad she didn't die. Uh-huh. I, 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 you know what? I was... Uh, the part where after... When Ellie was in the house... I'm not sure if you remember the stream cube, but when uh, Ellie was walking back to the house, mm-hmm. part of me was like, I hope this house don't explode or anything like that. Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about after the time skip. Yeah, yeah, after the time skip. I was yeah. like, I, I really hope this house just don't randomly explode and Abby's in the background like I told you. Like, I would have been like, but some people are just mad. Like, they don't know, like, I don't know where the story could go next. Personally, I think it should be it, but... You know, Nintendo are going to be like, no, get some money in there and finish the game. Um, the studio already said this: the next game will be a risk because we don't really know where to go after this. And you could tell they didn't really know where to go for this game. Uh, oh, okay, versus- but but but, but people just reclaiming for it though, right? What was that? I said so they didn't know too much to go where where to go for this game. But it's just that, you know, it's been people been clamoring for it. Uh yeah. And since the leaks went out, a lot of people were rating the game based off the leaks. I'm like, y'all y'all didn't play the game, so can't really go off with it it, it, it was just dumb. Some people were saying, How about you play it as Abby right after she kills Joel? I'm like, You would really wanna play as a character you fell in love with in the beginning after they killed that character? Like what sense did that make? A lot of people would have turned the game off at that point. Mm-hmm. 
it's I, I understand people's reaction to it. I understand there was a story dip along the way, but like like I said, the last of us the first game was a lot tighter with the story. A lot tighter. Okay. Um, so yeah, because uh, the first game was about Joel losing something and then gaining it back and how much he wants to keep it. Whereas this game was more how much am I willing to give up just to get revenge? Okay. But yeah, like I said, damn near perfect. Uh, but yeah, I do want to do that video where I'm just rebubbling points of this game because I'm like, y- y- y'all, y'all just dumb. Y'all, <laughs> y'all got to get it together. Uh, yeah, if you want to see me play, uh, there's a playlist of the stream. Uh, I know they want to see it now. <laughs> you call it right now. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see that ending, I mean that that was a great ending. It, again, it reminded me of it, it brought me back to Naruto versus Sasuke when they were just out of chakra punching at each other. But yeah, uh, but yeah, great game, great game. I'm glad it it a great way to end the PS4 cycle. A great way to end the PS4 cycle. So yeah. Um, any other questions referring Last of Us? No, I gotta go now. I gotta go spoil myself and watch the actual movie of it and see how it is. It, it it's gonna be long, but um, I will. If you watch it, I would like to hear your opinion about Abby because I personally loved her as a character. Gotcha. After getting to know her, I don't know how you feel about it, but in my opinion, Abby's the hero of this story. The way they form her and the way they they build her character, she's definitely the hero of this game. Where Abby is the straight out villain. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired. <laughs> I, I get up early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um. Where can we find you, Flo the Rookie? Uh, you can find me wherever you listen to your music. At. I just dropped a song today. Aha. Uh, well, yeah. On the t- whatever time you're listening, the song is out. Uh. <laughs> And um, you can find me uh, co-hosting the uh, No Gimmicks Needed. Uh, I don't know. Is that episode out yet? No, it's about to be, though. All right. Well, yeah, Tomorrow it's about to morning, be out. And be I, was, I was on there. So, uh, yeah. And uh, you can catch me. I've been doing some streams, too, on YouTube. So, if y'all want to holler at me on streams, I'm streaming uh, Borderlands Drop, another uh, campaign, another DLC campaign. And it's... Uh, it's pretty good so far. I like what I like. Where I like what's going on right now. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna be streaming that tomorrow uh, until I finish the story. So, just let me know when so I can actually be a part of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. You, like I, I tagged you the most inconsistent streamer. Oh yeah, uh, Mr. A and E. Where can we find you? You can find me hosting the No Give Me See the Wrestling podcast, which should be out by the time listening to this. And I mean, by the time you listen to this, this should already be out. Uh, a lot of crap in wrestling went on for another week. So, you gotta uh, make sure you check out that episode with me and Q Flow. And then you guys can also check me out on the fight stick that's every weekend. We just had a, a slew of Injustice Gods Among Us uh, gameplay videos and Samurai Showdown because they had Warden from For Honor be released as a DLC character. So, we got a little gameplay in of that also. Me and my son did. So, check all that out. That's out there now, and you can find us also 
uh, doing these new f- fighting game discussions. We're still trying to work on the name, but I have zoning out for right now. So we we did about a good couple episodes of that so far. My latest one was the the Power Ranger skins that I want to see in the game. And uh, so make sure you check it out and check us out at Instagram and Twitter at NC Place Number Two B. Yes, you can find him. Um, with me, I'm not sure. It depends on if I actually start work this week or not. Because I kind of want to play Control, which I've been holding off. But I did. Did that win Game of the Year last year? No, it didn't. Uh, no, it won. No, I it won Game of the Year last year. But, uh, oh yeah, Game of the Year last year was God of War. No, that was uh, it was Sekiro. God of War was the year before. Oh, was it? Jeez. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you were far back. Uh, but yeah, I do want to play control. It depends. Uh, if you if you're on YouTube, you'll see our community post for when that's posted and stuff. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you for joining us. And QFlow, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Get ready to shake things up with pineapple, coconut, and tango with mango lemonade, the two newest flavors of Rockstar Recovery from Rockstar Energy. These flavors are coming to you just in time to recover from the end of summer. But if that isn't enough, Rockstar Energy is giving five lucky people the chance to win $1,000 to fund their hustles. That's one grand in your pocket for any project you want. So recover like a rock star, hustle like a rock star, and visit rockstarhustle5.com for your chance to win. That's rockstarhustle5.com. See website for official rules and details.